wish they would all just disappear. What's so funny? What are you laughing at? He did it again, didn't you? He left bananas. What's wrong with you? Why do you do that? I told you not to do it. <laughs> Dave, it's our calling card. <laughs> calling card. All the great ones leave their mark. We're the banana bandits. You're sick. You know that? You're really sick. Yeah, I'm not sick. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. What's up, motherfuckers, and welcome back to Banana Laser, the show that has to be peeled to be believed. My name is Matt, or if you're nasty, it's Wazell, and with me is the guy who flew his Falcor here to the Laser Lounge, Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? Hey, yo, Wazell, I don't even know what a fucking Falcor is, but... <laughs> you don't? <laughs> I'll take it. Nope. <laughs> The never-ending story. Na 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 na. I remember the song. <laughs> Son yeah. of a bitch, and I haven't seen that movie in years. Classic yeah. movie. Back watch back. it. Watch it with your with your little girl. It'll still it'll be a treat. Good call. For the both of you. Yeah. Shit. You know what? I haven't seen a boy. I could watch a movie two days ago and not remember it. So don't be surprised. <laughs> I don't remember the Felcor. Is that it? Felcor. Falcor. Right, I think so. Maybe right. I'm remembering it wrong, but take a flight on the Falcor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so guys, we're back, and this show, uh, we're not doing any uh, full movie reviews. Uh, what we're doing today is just a little discussion on a list that came out on a website. Uh, Dave, why don't you tell them a little bit about this website and what this list is that we're going to talk about? Yeah, well... Uh... <clears throat> I used to go, you know, before Facebook, I used to go on the internet a lot and um, just for horror news and shit like that. And, you know, I used to go to Fangoria, then it got taken over by someone else, and then it was Fearworks. And, you know, I bounced around. And then this, I discovered this one. It's called horror-movies.ca. It became my go-to place because uh, they were they were putting up more news than, ever, than anybody else. All the movies that are on the site, everybody votes on them, so they have ratings, and, and they come out with lists all the time, and, you know, top, whatever, top movie of 2013, let's talk about the top 10 vampire movies, this and that, and, you know, it's a real good site, it's probably the biggest site in Canada, but I consider it probably the best horror site there is now, and I, I don't go to it much anymore, because Facebook has kind of changed all that, but I belong to their Facebook page as well, speaking of that, and the other day, this this article comes up. And it's the top 15 movies, best mm-hmm. new horror movies. The only credentials were these are all voted in by, by the, uh, you know, the Facebook crowd and the, um, the crowd on their website, which, which is quite extensive. They're, they're a big site. But uh, 
it was voted on. The only credentials were they had to be the last five years. So basically from 2009 through 2013 so far, these are the movies that everybody voted on as, you know, the top movies, and they made a top 15 list out of it. Well, uh, just flipping through this, there's no movies from 2013 in this, is there? Yeah, there oh, there is. is. Yeah, yeah never mind. Oh, okay, yeah, and you know, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> is there two? I think there's two. Either yeah, way, we're not going to discuss them too greatly because right. the, the 2013 ones, we have the up-and-coming thing where we're going to be talking about a lot of the 2013 movies. So, you know. Yeah, we're basically going to do a, a super show where we where we recap uh, all the, you know, movies of the year and talk about our favorites and blah blah blah. That's, you know, that so yeah. we're going to save all those movies kind of for for that. Let's let's get right into it. Let's start at the top of this list, uh, number 15. And that is the Fright Night remake. I really hate to be the one to tell you this, but that guy your neighbor, Jerry. Yeah, he's a vampire. <laughs> That is a terrible vampire name, Jerry. And that's the one starring Colin Farrell and the guy from Star Trek, whatever his name is. And I really actually enjoy this movie. I know that I don't think a lot of people feel the same way. Well, enough I felt, did. Enough yeah, people I, put it on this list. Yeah, I felt, it, I felt it was good, uh, but I think it gets bogged down with bad CGI you know the the changes that they made from the original i felt were good and i felt like the characters were more fleshed out than in the original don't get me wrong i love the original friday night i fucking love it it's so much fun but i thought this was a good remake um you know it, it hits on areas that the other movie didn't hit on and stuff like that but does that mean it's the best new horror movie you know, in the past five years, I, I don't think I would say that at all. Um, it, th- I guess that's why it's number 15. You know, it's very low on the list, but I don't think I would put it on this list at all. What do you think about it, Dave? Well, I, no, I wouldn't put it on the list. And, and it was good. I'll give it that. But I, I 100% agree about the, uh, it was kind of bogged down with the CGI. And um, that's a big turnoff for me. I'm fucking, I'm that CGI is done the right way. I can I can accept it, but sometimes it, it worked, but sometimes it didn't. And when it doesn't work in this movie, it's just glaring. It's just glaringly bad. There's a few scenes in it, mm-hmm. and there's, there's even CGI blood. And I'm I'm a big proponent. I'm fucking die. It's blasphemy to me. CGI blood spurts. I hate that shit. There's, there's no. It's it's lazy. It's lazy filmmaking. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's kind of a cost issue, but at the same time, it just looks terrible. I think everybody can agree that it's very hard to get that aspect of a horror movie right. And most of the time, it doesn't work, and it takes you out of it. I think we talked about this before. My thoughts on practical effects effects are, even though they look fake, it's something about it being filmed at the same time as the actor's and it being caught in the same lighting and stuff like that, you can't get the same lighting effect on a computer. It just doesn't work. And it something about your brain, it just does. It registers in your brain as being false. And so, yeah, I think a lot of that stuff kind of kind of took took you out of the movie, unfortunately. Yeah, it's not. It's I'm just you know I really I really can't stand CGI blood. I can't can't stress mm-hmm. it enough. 
it, it, it isn't even overused. That's just I just kind of got onto it. But they, you do see it a couple times of gunshots and other things. But I really hate when they do it. It really bothers me when they use it in The Walking Dead because they use it in The Walking Dead frequently. They mm-hmm. have some of the best makeup effects people in the world on that show, doing amazing work with close-up zombie shots and everything they do. And they take the easy way out and, and fuck it up with CGI blood. That's the yeah. one thing. And I, I, my, my wife can even recognize it now. Like, I sit and I watch it with her, and I go, did you see that? She's like, yeah, CGI blood. I got her fucking, you know? <laughs> I forgive that a little more because it's a weekly show, and it's like you got to go, go, go to film all that shit. And so I, I forgive that more. But a movie production, right. it's like, I, I know movie productions are only maybe 30 days or something like that, but still, you know, it's like you got to... Let's do the best that you can, right? unfortunately. Um, so, But as far yeah. as this movie, uh, there's something I have to say. I um, I got to drop a bomb. Not a bomb, but... <laughs> you're gonna be oh, sick. shit. You're going <laughs> to... You're going you're gonna to be... Right? <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> the banana exactly. bomb. Exactly. It's You might be surprised at this. It's kind of okay. like you and Carrie. But and here's the most fucked up part. Uh, I've owned it. I've owned this movie. It's yeah, been sitting on my yeah. shelf for ten years, and I have never watched the original Fright Night. Really? Hmm. I know. You see, this would be a good experiment because I think a lot of what Fright Night is is a lot of nostalgia. Because I think the lead actor is probably pretty bad, and some of the reasonings why characters do things don't necessarily make sense in that movie so i think coming at it as an adult you're gonna poke more holes in it than you know when you're a kid you don't care you just see all the fun in it you see the fucking gory effects which it has a lot you know and and the really scary aspect of it because i was scared of fright night when i was a kid and, and shit like that so um yeah, that would be interesting. You gotta tell me when you watch that. I want to find out what you think about it. I'll update it, and I will watch it. And I just, I always avoided it because I knew it was something that I should see. People used to talk about it. You come yeah. up, Fright Night, Fright Night. You heard it. And vampires aren't my favorite thing. And I, I, I'll probably say there's probably a dozen to a, a, a couple dozen real good vampire movies, and that's it. Same mm-hmm. thing with werewolves. It, it, that's just my opinion. I just, I don't get into all of, it, but some are really good. Don't get me wrong, but. I just kind of avoided it. I think that the title kind of <clears throat> sounded a little bit hokey, Fright Night, and then I heard it was com- it was comedy in there. So I just I, I, the mood never struck me. I never I was mm-hmm. never in the right mood to to put that movie in, and I missed it during during the initial run somehow. And the uh, comedy is not is not uh, over the top or anything. It's very subtle. It, it just complements the movie. Okay, like as this a po- one, then. there's a little yeah this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not like hey, here's a joke. It's nothing like that. Okay. Uh, it's just very subtle kind of comedy. And, uh, you know, I would say that there's um, a couple things that make Fright Night, the original, great. Uh, well, one is the effects. I, I love the practical effects they use. They're all pretty cool. But it's the characters of Evil. <laughs> evil Ed, he's just so crazy. Uh, he's, he's just super fun. And Peter Vincent. Yeah, he's the reason the movie is called Fright Night because he's uh mm-hmm. he's different than he is in the remake. In the original, he's uh he's a a horror movie host like Elvira or, you know, oh right. Or, or or anything like that. He hosts a show called Fright Night and he used to star in movies as Peter Vincent the Great Vampire Killer. 
And so uh, Charlie idolizes him and he, he thinks he sees vampires. So he goes to him for information and, and he's an old man. He says, look, kid, vampires aren't fucking real. You're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And over the course of a movie, he convinces them that they're real. And so his character is kind of what makes the movie for me. The lead of Charlie is not that great in the original, unfortunately. The, uh, but, isn't it somebody, um, um, what's his name, Peter Vincent? Is that, that, did I have the name correct? Yeah, Peter okay. Vincent Peter is Vincent. played by uh, right. Roddy McDowell. Yeah, okay. he's, a, he's a classic, classic actor. Right. He's great. Yeah, that's yeah. he's definitely one of the highlights of the film. He definitely. steals the show, correct, basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and the, the, effects, van- so. the vampire, um, uh, I forget his name, but the uh, the vampire in the movie, he actually has a cameo in the remake, and you so you probably huh. didn't notice it. Yeah, he's the guy who gets out of the car uh, on the highway, and oh, okay. uh, it's kind of an older guy. Yeah, yeah he's the looks va- like a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he's- that, too. Yeah, he's the guy in the original that's the vampire. That was oh, a nice oh. nice little nod uh, to have him in oh, there. Oh, that's cool. Well, speaking mm-hmm. of the vampire, and the head vamp- I think Colin Farrell was very good in this role. He, he was one of the highlights. He was great. Yeah. Uh, I loved him in this. I loved his character made more sense in this movie than in the original. All the characters did to me. Evil Ed made way more sense in the remake than he does in the original. And who's even uh, what the friend, the geeky friend that gets yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Right. Gotcha. Uh, and, and in the remake, they're they're friends. They used to be friends, right? They they were friends when they're younger, and they've kind of grown out of it. Well, in the original, you just think they're friends, and that's it. So the the complication in their friendship is never really fleshed out or anything oh, like that. Okay, and so it, yeah, it, that part is way better in the remake. Definitely. Oh, but, that's cool. But Colin Farrell, yeah, kick ass. Definitely. Oh, he's man. great. Yeah. Right? And I didn't know. And I'm not, you know, I don't watch a lot of modern comedy, so I haven't seen a lot of Colin Farrell's work. Uh, there's really not uh, a lot I can probably compare it to. But I heard mm-hmm. he was in it, and I knew that he did comedy, so that was another reason I didn't watch it. But then seeing this, I'm like, I would have never even known he did comedy. He just seems like a, like, like a, good, a, a good, serious actor to me. You know? Yeah, I think he's only done maybe like one comedy. Oh, I thought uh, he was a comedian. No, uh-uh. No, he's mainly done action and thrillers and stuff like that. Oh, Serious stuff. what do I know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See how fucked up I am on horror movies? Uh, that's all I watch. <laughs> yeah. freaking crazy. But let me so, say one thing about this movie. Mm-hmm. Every chick in this movie is hot. Yeah, even Charlie's mom, dude. Yes, yes, I was going to say. I'd love her. Girlfriend to his mom. Yes. Yeah. Every chick, everyone you see, the the, the teenage girl and her friends, those girls, and and the other girls, the dark-haired girls that are down with Peter Vincent, they're hot. Mm -hmm. There's not an unattractive female in this entire movie. So Mm -hmm. that's another reason. That's one reason to revisit it. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's good, though. Good story. It's entertaining enough. The biggest thing for me, I, I really hated the way it ended because... I got so excited at the end. Not excited, but I was. it was refreshing to see when they were in the club. And the guy and um, what's his name? Jerry, the vampire. Yeah, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bites into the, the freaking, the main guy's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit, evil's going to actually prevail somewhat. We're going to see something that cool. And she turns. She fucking vamps out. And then the end was set up well. And then, now maybe I don't know everything about vampire... Uh, you know vampire lore but 
I thought that once they're turned, they're turned. But apparently, well, but it's, for the sappy ending, and because he killed the leader, they all yeah, turned back. It's it's the Lost Boys kind of, uh, you know, reality of vampires, where you can be a half vampire until your first kill, blah blah blah. So you know, every kind of vamp. You know, I'm the same way. I'm mild on vampires, and a lot of them, you know, use their own. They pick and choose what they want to use with their mythology and stuff like that. And that's okay, I guess. You know, zombies are the same way. You know, you got the Romero zombies. And then you got, like, Return of the Living Dead zombies that can talk and stuff like that. And both are good and bad for, you know, different things. So I don't mind them. That I can understand different rules, and I can respect that. I just did. I, I was all set up for... A bittersweet ending, where probably the kid was going to get mm-hmm. away with it. He was going to kill the vampire, but lose his girlfriend, and and the guy and Peter Vincent has this big change of heart and comes in and, and he ends up sacrificing his life for the greater good. And the whole thing, and just the kid was going to survive. And I was, I, I would have been much more happier with, with that as the ending than than the whole sappy thing. And they're all friends, and then all of a sudden they're hanging out in Peter Vincent's place, freaking out on the Vegas Strip, <laughs> banging in the freaking thing and all that. And how about this? What happened to his mother? Just because she stabbed the um the guy with the Century Twenty One sign and and she mm-hmm. fell down, she's hospitalized the rest of the movie. Does that make sense <laughs> to you? Uh, I don't really remember that, but okay. no, it doesn't make sense. So. <laughs> well, to, <laughs> Who knows? to my knowledge, that's what happened. She hmm. stabbed him, and then she collapsed right after. And then next thing you know, she's in the hospital the rest of the movie until until the very end when it's you know the fucking the big wrap up and everybody's happy, you know. Hmm. But whatever. I mean, I not a bad movie. Uh, take out the CGI and take out the sappy ending, and uh, I, you know, I'd watch it a few more times. But I, I hmm. good story. And Colin Farrell, um, was stole the show. I think. Yeah. No, he's definitely good as Jerry. Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay. Let's move down the list. Uh, the next one is number fourteen, and that is. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. There's that whole thing of making it look like you're walking. Everybody else is running their asses off. That boy, he's going to be the best yet. Um, I I go back and forth on this movie. I love, I love the main character of Leslie Vernon. And I love, I love how the movie is sort of two different movies put together. Or, you know, it's like it, at first it's a it's a documentary style film and then it goes into a slasher at the end. So you get the the comedy kind of stuff in the beginning and then, you know, you get your slasher stuff in the last, you know, 20, 30 minutes and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I just find it it's really interesting. It's like a smart movie because it, it's a movie made today after, you know, 80 slashers already exist. I don't know if I necessarily like the fact that they live in a world where where like Michael Myers is real. <laughs> you know, real. I, I don't I don't know about that, but I just like how this movie reflects on eighty slashers as a whole and kind of comments on that. And you got this guy trying to do the exact same thing. He's basically built up a mythology of Leslie Vernon as a character and stuff like that and he he tries to maintain this idea of I'm an 80 slasher to his victims and stuff like that and I thought all that was very well done in the movie uh, this movie in the wrong hands it could have been total garbage but I thought this was really good and 
And I'm I'm glad this is on the list because I think it deserves a list. I know they've been trying to make a sequel to this for a while. Oh, really? And, yeah, and huh. they've they've just been trying to get it funded. That's that's the whole thing. They just can't find funding for the movie um, and stuff like that. But I would love to see a sequel with this character. I think you can do a lot with this idea, and <clears throat> and I would really like to see it because I, I I really enjoy this movie. What do you think, Dave? It's uh. It's it's very clever. It's a clever yeah. idea, and it's actually executed pretty well. It, it's it's kind of like what they wanted to do with Cabin in the Woods in in, in a way, in a matter of speaking. Yeah. But yes. it was done better here. Yes, way you know? better. Yeah, mm-hmm. way better for sure. Um, but here's what you said about Jason and Freddie and Michael and that whole thing. I think they had to make them real because if they didn't, if they just would have been horror movie characters, it would have seemed. It would have seemed too corny. I'm going to try to be like an 80s slasher like in the movies. Nobody would yeah. have cared. I think the, as far as the, you know, for the for the sense of the plot, it was kind of cool that, that they had those guys as being real and those guys as being the only iconic ones because they even discussed it later when they when they hooked up with his old buddy. Well, what's his name from The Walking Dead, you know, and he's talking about it. He's like, oh, oh yeah, guys yeah, did, Herschel's in yeah, it, whatever Herschel's his name is. Mm-hmm. Right, and he's like, with those guys, it was legendary. Before, it was just this and that and, you know, and what I I just did my thing, and Leslie's going to do his thing. But those guys, they kept doing it over and over again. That's why they're held in high regard, and that's mm-hmm. why they had movies made out of them. So I could see that that I don't think it would have worked as well if they didn't make those people real. It just would have been like you know. A uh, no, I agree. Killer. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Now that you say it, well, okay. So by that idea, in this world that the movie exists, it, is there like slasher movies like? Well, there's and still stuff slashers. like that. You know, it's just they were just made famous in the '80s, and, and those are the big, the big three killers that they had to refer to. But you know, you know, there's still slasher movies. Shit. Well, I mean, okay, but there's not there's not a Friday Thirteenth series, and there's not a Nightmare on Elm Street series. Like right. in the world of the movie, those don't exist because they're real people, right? Is that that's what they're saying? Oh yeah, they don't exist. They really yeah. happen. That this, okay. this Friday the th- that this Crystal killer kept coming back and yeah, that this you. rumor okay. about the nightmare thing here yeah so you know on and on about that but this was really cool because as slasher fans we sit and watch this movie and you're laughing throughout the movie but it's not really comedy it's more like it's like that's great man because yes. you know that they're fans of it and mm-hmm. you know they're 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 bringing things out into the open that we've seen in, in several of these slasher movies that we know to be kind of the rules. You know, it kind of goes along the scream and the cabin in the woods routine. You know, but the way they executed it here, I, I think was perfect. It, just, it was very clever, is, is the word for it. Yeah. Um, not fantastic, yeah. but but cool. But you know what? Something about this movie, <laughs> which is like the last movie, Fright Night, I fucking really don't like the way this one ended either. Yeah. Now, do you like how it, it turned into a slasher movie, or is it just the like the very end? No, I knew it was going to turn into a slasher mm-hmm. movie. And when that did happen, I wish it would have been better. I wish it would have been more gore, is one thing I could have said. But it was cool. It was a good plot, and there was a couple type twists. and It was interesting enough, really, from beginning to end. It was very cool, and they had the cameos. and Good movie. It, it's mm-hmm. definitely entertaining. Whether it deserves to be in the 15... It's one of those that I'm not sure. If I sit down and make my own list, I don't know if it would make it. Probably not. But I but I could see why it's here more than Fright Night. So 
I'm okay with it. But no, I mean the very, very end, and I really wanted that bitch to die. When she turned on <laughs> right. him, because really, I'm not saying that she should support murder, but she's with him the whole way. They get to that one turning point when he gets pissed off at her. He says, listen, you're either fucking in this the right way or you're not. Either walk walk now with a clear conscience or stay with me because this is what's going on. And she stays with him. Then when freaking, you know, push comes to shove and he's finally going to achieve this great moment that he's been talking the whole freaking thing about him and his, you know, his older buddy and his wife. He's worked his whole life for it. I'm not, I'm not condoning it, but that's the focus of the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. He gets there, and she turns on him. And I didn't like that part at all. I just, I really wanted her to die. I really wanted her to get fucking whacked. And he goes on his way at the end, like any other slasher, just like Jason, Freddy, and Michael. It, it, it leave it to be like, you know, an ambiguous ending. It would have served the movie so much better instead of freaking him burning up in the barn and, and, and uh, you know, Freddie playing that guy coming by, Robert England coming by and saying, oh, he's just a man. And the freaking, the fire burns in the barn and that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Did, yeah, did it, uh, don't you agree? Don't you think that was kind no. of a ripoff? Yeah, 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 I agree. But, uh, yeah, this movie is not without its flaws. I think, like you said, all the nods to the stuff that make us smile is <laughs> about how smart they are. Uh, with slasher movies and stuff that's the stuff that really gets us and this movie rests solely on the guy who plays the lead uh, he is yeah. fucking awesome man I, I don't know this guy's name but him doing this character he fucking I want to see this guy do other shit because he is a great actor to me I don't know what other people think but I, I loved him I thought he was great I want to see this guy in other shit yeah right he pulled this role off fucking big time if 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 he it was the right guy for the role because if he couldn't do it then this movie would be shit I don't care if you had Robert England or anybody else in the movie you know doing cameos it would have been not good you know he carried the movie definitely no matter how smart the script was or anything like that his performance puts it over the top for me absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he's great and, and, and it's a good movie it really is yeah. and I recommend you know everyone should definitely it's one of those movies that everyone should should watch and just make their you know form their own opinion on it yeah I really enjoyed it yeah if um, you're a slasher fan fucking get on it because you know all that stuff with the setting up the lead girl in, in the brick and I'm doing this and I'm, he's explaining so many things that we've seen in all oh, the slasher movies I know movies, I right? loved it loved it right how about the nod I don't know if you noticed I noticed it last night I watched it last night it was the second time I've ever watched it I watched it once like three years ago, and I didn't even finish it. And last time I watched the whole thing beginning to end. Uh-huh. And did you realize the music that's playing on the radio when he's putting on his makeup, getting ready for the last night, and what it's no. from? It's really old music. Well, <laughs> the reason I ask you, because I know you're as big of a, a fan of the movie as I am, but it's the fucking music at the end of The Shining. They're fucking uh, old music. <laughs> really? And you, you know the oh, song, right? Oh yeah. yes. Oh I, no and shit. I huh. Picked up on it instantly. I said, and I, I put the volume. But my wife was with me. She's seen the movie several times as well. The Shining. I go, do you recognize that music? She's like, no, no, no. Then I put it up a little louder because it's real faint in the background. But my ears have heard that song so many times. Mm-hmm. It was like a dog hearing something. We perked it up. I'm like, wait a minute. And then I put up, put up the sound. You know, I blasted it. I go, you hear that? She's like, yeah. I go, do you know what that is? I go, that's the shining. She's like, oh, yeah. And fucking, I thought it was so clever just putting that little thing in there. It's that's a, great. A nod that only so many are going to pick up on, you know? That's, I think that word describes this movie perfectly. It's very clever. Yeah, it's man. Because 
uh, lots of movies these days try to do, and the next movie that we talk about too, but lots of movies try to do an idea like this where it's meta-knowledge of, of movies and horror movies. And it's like, well, what can we do now uh, with that knowledge already? And this one, I thought, did it really well. It's got some low points and stuff like that, but it's yeah. very clever in how it's written. And how yes, it's sir. Written, so. And you know yeah. what? I looked at the guy up. He hasn't done shit. <laughs> really? That's a shame. Yes, his name is Nathan Bissell. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And he's done different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a couple TV shows. He only has like 16 roles at Cold Case, The District. Without a really? one episode, he does TV. just like a regular actor. But he's in the editorial department. Now, he, he's involved in storage wars and shit like that. Huh, weird. Post-production I, uh... coordinator. I think he's moved on to freaking... From acting. Yeah, but it's, huh. there's a rumor here that says B B four T M with a bunch of question marks next to it on IMDb. That's um, the the sequel. Yes, um, there you go. And how about yeah, how about the guy's name being Doc Holleran? Robert England, Holleran, the last name of the fucking. Oh guy. yeah, Shining, that's right. It? See, I haven't seen this in like two years, uh, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. So that was kind of cool. And and when we see freaking uh, Kane Hodder. Outside the Elm Street house for that one second. Excuse me, mm-hmm. sir. And he turns yeah. up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw this movie a couple years ago in a theater, and it was the director. He was uh, he did like a Q and A, and what it was is that he was I think he was just shopping the movie around the country, and he's trying to get uh, buzz, you know, for people to you know get behind a sequel, and he's trying to you know uh, get money through Kickstarter and stuff like that. And I definitely donated some money uh, to it. Nice. And I, I, I don't know, you know, I'm sure, you know, Kickstarter campaigns are really short, so I'm sure that came and went. But still, it was a good time to hear the director's thoughts on the movie. It was a small crowd of maybe 10 people. You know, it's kind of funny. But, uh, it, you know, to see it in the theater and to have, you know, anytime you get to see a movie with the cast or crew or anything like that it's just a, a great experience and so that is that, yeah it was definitely fun well, where okay. did you see this at uh it was here in st louis it was uh it was like some midnight not a midnight showing but it was some special screening and uh yeah oh. I, it was a couple years ago my girlfriend and i went and it was the first time she had seen the movie and uh yeah it was a lot of fun and I think I had already uh, donated money at that point. And what's cool about Kickstarter is, you know, you donate at different levels. And everybody gets a kickback, you know. And you can buy a DVD, you know, get it signed. But it goes all the way up to getting killed in the movie. Like, if you if you give them, like, ten grand or something like that, right. they'll, they'll fly you to the filming and they'll have you get murdered in the film. And there was actually a guy in my audience of ten people who, who did that. And the, the, yeah, the director pointed him out. He's like, and you know, this guy right here, you know, stand up, dude. You, you know, if we get this movie made, you're going to get killed in it because you, you know, donated wow. X amount of money. Yeah. So I, what I, happens if the movie's not made? He just, he's out 10 grand? No. Uh, okay. If the movie's never made, then, then he, he yeah, you get all the money back. That's so. the Kickstarter. I, I thought that's how it was. I just mm-hmm. wanted to, wanted some. <laughs> yeah, because they have to actually get. Um, you know, they set a goal, and then they gotta get, they gotta meet that goal. And if they don't meet the goal within a certain time frame, then that's it. Gotcha. So, yep. 
Okay, so let's move on to uh, number 13, and that's another kind of meta uh, horror movie. Um, and that is Tucker and Dale versus the Evil. You smile and laugh. Okay. Do it. All right. You guys, uh, going camping? <laughs> if you guys haven't seen this, you should. I believe it's streaming on Netflix, but it's a. Uh, it is. It's a tale of. It's a it's a tale that's flip flopped. You know, most of the time you got the hillbilly killers, you know, stalking the kids in the woods. Well, this one you see it from the other angle, and you see it from the hillbillies, quote unquote, uh, angle. And but they're not killers; they're just guys who are trying to go camping and go hunting and get drunk and shit. And all these fucking teenagers come out and they just start dying in miraculous fucking ways. And right. it makes for great comedy. Uh, but it's it's very well written and I will say extremely well acted by the two leads and it makes it really enjoyable uh, I, it, to me this movie really falls apart in the last 30 minutes um, but everything leading up to that and some of the gore scenes uh, some of the comedy is just great I I really enjoy this movie I need to rewatch it um, what do you think about this movie Dave? I also need to rewatch it yeah. um, I saw it one time, one time only and yeah. It was about. It was when it first dropped on uh, Netflix. Whenever uh, five six months ago, whatever it was, it dropped on Netflix, and I had heard about it prior to it coming there. And I watched it there, and I had a great time with it. And now I don't remember falling apart in the third act, but I do remember that I haven't gone back too fast to revisit it. So I, I gotta think know, it's that last half of the yep, movie because it must be. Uh, the asshole kid, he he basically becomes the evil, you know. Uh, he uh, he gets like burned and shit. Then he starts attacking these two guys, Tucker and Dale. And when that shit's happening, I'm just like, okay, I'm out of it. The fun is gone, you know, out of the movie. It's just it's just not fun anymore. The fun was seeing all these kids be scared of these two guys, and then all of a sudden accidentally kill themselves in a fucking <laughs> right. you know hilarious way. By the time you got one of the kids trying to take revenge or what have you on Tucker and Dale, it fucking loses steam, unfortunately. Maybe but, that's what it was, because I really do want to go back and watch it, because I'll tell you, I watched it the one time, I remember it ending, and my, my, my friend and I watched it, and it ended and we were like, it was fucking pretty good, you know, it was definitely pleased with it, yeah. and now we were going to put together our show on the unholy trinity of horror comedies, and I remember when we were sitting down to do it, which is, you know, that's I guess that's going to be out eventually, guys. That's the other one we had in the bank. So, spoiler. Right? That, that'll probably come out after <laughs> this one. Yeah, I think yeah. we'll put that out after this one. So, but, yeah. but I remember sitting down and thinking about what we were, what I was going to do. And this one, even though I had only seen it one time, it popped in my head. But it was kind of like the Evil Dead thing when we did the remake, the uh, the Unholy Trinity of remakes, where I only seen it once, and I wouldn't have felt comfortable doing it just yet I, I needed a second viewing so I didn't and I mm-hmm. still need a second viewing and I'd like to go back and watch it again and, and see what it was but I remember having a lot of fun with it I remember laughing my ass off the first hour and yeah, horror comedies aren't really my thing it has to be the, a, a, a certain mix you know and I th- I, I'm sure I elaborate much more on it on the horror comedy show we did but yeah. Yeah. I think this one is definitely more comedy first. It just also has a, a ton of gore in it, which uh, makes it more like a, maybe like a reanimator kind of fun 
movie where it's like it's not scary by any means. It's no, just no, no. Fun kind of, and there's crazy gore going <laughs> right. on in it. Maybe something like that. And it's action packed. So. It's probably just it probably just grabs you right at the beginning. It's full of action, and um, the gore is probably good. Is is what sells it. Yeah. If it was mm-hmm. shitty gore, I wouldn't like. I don't care how fucking funny it is or how how gory it is. If the gore doesn't look right to me. You know, it's just not going to work. Yeah, that's, like that's like well Dead made. Alive. Like Dead Alive doesn't do it for me because the gore looks shitty and the comedy is shitty. So mm-hmm. that's you know that's my opinion on that. But but uh, to be fair, I, I, I'm I'm going to have to go back again and watch this, and maybe we'll talk about it on, on another show. We'll both watch it again or something and revisit it. But <laughs> one I, joke that I've I fucking love is when one of them he gets stung by bees and then he goes back to the cabin. And he's just pouring beer on his face, like dude. I fucking like beer is the solution for everything. Anything that ails you, just put some beer on it. Yeah, it's, you're fine. <laughs> you know, it, it it is just kind of my comedy because that kind of shit's always made me laugh. Where an innocent person is getting his ass kicked, but it's done in a humorous way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just my type of comedy. That's always that just speaks to me. So. Um, yeah, that, that's what I remember about this movie, that these poor bastards were getting involved in situations that they couldn't help with. They, they couldn't help it, and fucking people were thinking that they were the killers, but it wasn't them. And <laughs> right. They were trying to save the day, but they couldn't because they kept getting... Other people kept, like, you know, fucking <laughs> getting in on them and blaming them. So it was it was pretty entertaining, but I need a second view to say. Does it belong in the top 15? I, I don't know, but... I would put it there because a lot of movies strive to have this kind of uh, uh, flip-flopped view of the genre, very much so like Behind the Mask um, with Leslie Vernon, that flick. You know, it's like they try to be smart about it and not just have a straightforward, you know, kind of horror movie. I think this one actually pulls it off. I don't like how... I don't like the last 30, 20 minutes, whatever, but everything leading up to that, I feel is so strong and just so much fun you know it's like it's not terrifying or anything like that it's just fun you know and so uh, that that's why i think it belongs on this list definitely right on well i'm de- i'm going to watch it i was going to try to squeeze it in today i ran out of time i really wanted oh, yeah. to watch it before <laughs> we did the recording yeah mm-hmm. and i ran out of time but uh it's 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 next up i'm going to watch it very soon cuz yeah, i enjoyed it but i you know i i got to i got to it left my memory so i i got to see what i what was so good about it again but yeah well, uh, yeah, let's uh, move down. Uh, this next one made a big splash. Uh, what was it? Maybe two years ago now. Shit. Uh, and that is the found footage anthology VHS. Lots of mixed feelings about this movie because it does a lot within one movie, I think. One, it's a found footage movie. You know, lots of people are hot or or cold on that. Um, And then two, it's got five different stories in it. So some are inevitably going to be better than the others. And with an anthology, it's like, well, does the best story make the movie overall good? Does the worst story make the movie overall shitty you know it's kind of it's really hard to find that balance i think this movie did it really well i mean i only like probably three of the stories at best out of here but two of them 
really knocked my socks off. And so for that, I, I think it's done really well. And I just happen to be a fan of found footage. When it's done right, uh, it really puts you in the mindset of uh, the character that you're following and stuff like that. So I, I think most of them were done well. And so I think this movie definitely deserves to be on this list. What do you think, Dave? I Here's what I'll say. I love found footage and I love yeah. anthology. So this yeah. speaks my language. Yeah. And, but um, you're going to say a but? Oh. Th- there is going to be a but. A but. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> There's two buts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ass um, to ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, um, VHS. Where, um, yeah. There's three. Like you said, I'm trying to remember. I remember I really liked the first one. Um, yeah, the you got the, the succubus story, you right? got the the honeymoon story, which I was really soft on. That's the Ty West story. Was that the um, one where they just go and they're they go uh they're camping not camping but they're like they're doing yeah some they're rock driving climbing and shit they're driving cross country and they go in the and, hotel and she just turns mm-hmm, on them yeah I, actually I, I kind of like that one a, a lot of people really? talk shit about it so I didn't mind here's my only thing. I thought the second one was better, so I thought that one should be on the list instead of one. But this one Oh, I think the second it. one, yeah, I think the second one is way better. There you I, go. See, I, I agree. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's the only reason why I, I, I'm second-guessing this being on the list, because I thought the second one was better, and, but this one you have to give it props because it started when it yeah. first came out for what it was. Mm-hmm. Very good concept of them going into the house and the wraparound and, and finding all, all, all the tapes there all these VHS tapes and the way it's filmed and that little blue screen in between very retro for, for people that for us that grew up with VHS and VHS mm-hmm. players and whatnot. So for that reason, I could see it being there cause this is the one that started it all. So I guess you want to give it its props, but overall the second one, in my opinion was a better movie. So, yeah, I think so too. This movie, what it did was it took, it took the new style of filmmaking or or the you know the new kid on the block and that's kind of found footage you know that's really kind of the new what's hip i would say maybe you know and then it 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 took a kind of an older style of horror movie and that's anthology you know people haven't really done those really lately and it kind of mashed them up it was like best of old best of new kind of thing and so i think for that idea alone it's a winner you know, it, it came through. It took both those ideas and made it work in a good, good way overall. Yeah, you know what was good that that one about the um, there was an entity in the house and they were talking over. It was the boyfriend and um, the girl and her boyfriend. And there was yeah, where they're skyping back yes. and forth. That one fucked me up, dude. Isn't it good? I, because I don't, re- I still don't know at the end what was going on. And you, it, it's it's like ghosts, or maybe it's aliens, you know, and stuff like that. But just the fact that you know this whole thing goes back years and years and years of this guy kind of being with, uh, so to speak, with this girl, and them wiping her memory, and you know all this, him breaking her arm and shit like that to get the. Dude, that one fucked me up. I really enjoyed that one too. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, and what about the last one, the Halloween? The last one, great. Boom, hands down. The ba- I think that's why uh, you like this movie because it starts out with the bang. Yeah. You know, with the first one, and then it ends so fucking high with the last one. It's ridiculous. 
ridiculously yeah. good. The last one was so smart and yeah, so man. fun, and the special effects of the house transforming looked fucking great. Yes, it did. Son mm-hmm. of a bitch. So what am I missing? There's the one. Now it's coming back. Um, uh, what, the honeymoon. The, which I was okay with. A lot of people didn't like it, but I was okay. I had that dark ending and the I, Skype I one. The one, and I know you're not going to like it. It's the slasher in the woods one, and that's the one where it's got all the digital. You know, the killer like can't be filmed or something, or he can be filmed. That's the only way you can kind of see it. You know, it's oh, kind wait of a, a minute. Some she had lost some friends there prior yes. to being there, and she brings them back to to kind of to to oh, drag out this killer. It. I was okay with that. Really? I, thought, I, I think I remember mm. it being quick or something. I don't know. I was soft on that one. But... You know what? Upon second thought, I might like it as much as two. Because <laughs> I saw them both like real close together. Like I saw mm-hmm. one and then I saw two like two months after. I waited yeah. a long time to see one for some reason. I think I burned it and I, I was waiting to watch it and waiting to watch it. I wanted to watch it with my brother and my friend because – we're around the same age and we grew up in the VHS generation and I thought it'd be a, a good movie for us all to watch together well it, it was too hard to get get us all together we worked different shifts so finally I just broke down I watched it with my friend and um, and then two months later part two came out so I think because they both came out or, or not came out but they both I saw them both so close to each other I, I kind of confuse them mm-hmm. so honestly what? maybe it is just as good maybe I don't even have a preference I don't know. I, I like the second one better because it's a little shorter. It kind of trims the fat. Uh, the through line of the characters watching the tapes, uh, I liked it better in the second one. It's still ju- it's still pretty flimsy, but overall, I liked it a little better. You know. Um, and uh, oh, is it the same guys who did um, the the haunted house one in part one? The same did did those guys make? Because it's like a team of directors or something like that. Yeah. Did those guys make uh, the Safe Haven in Part Three? That's the Commune one. I don't know, but that's the best one in this. It's episode. the best one. Yeah, yeah that that one makes the movie. Well, some people say the Alien one, uh, but to me, it's 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 Safe Haven. That yep. one's fucking. That one Jeez. makes the fucking. Those guys need to make a fucking feature movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, they should, they should them, do something. If it's the two of them. I don't know if, if they're, if if they're is, responsible for those two, but that's that's a good question. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. But um, the second one, you know what it was about the second one? They were more ingenious with um, the different styles of the camp, where I think it was a little more basic in part one. Maybe yeah. not. Am I right or am I wrong? It, well, the second two, they had, one... They had the eye, the kid with the eye. Yes. That was kind of a cool thing. And then yeah, the other the, one was a The helmet one. cam. Yeah, the, oh, when you saw through the zombie's perspective. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of clever. I don't know. Yeah. I think they thought a little bit more about the cam, uh, the way they were going to do the cameras in the second one. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to have to watch them both back to back and just make up my mind. Maybe I like them equally. Maybe. I also liked in part two how it's sort of but not really built upon the mythology, so to speak, of all these VHS, VHS tapes. And that this kid was watching these tapes to to get some kind of, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, in I, I don't know. Yeah, he was trying to expand his mind or trying to get to the other side or of something. You know, it, it, there's something going on. And they're just, you know, I feel like they're going to keep making these movies for a while. And they're just going to kind of keep elaborating on that. I like that in part two. I feel like it's going to get pretty terrible with upcoming sequels and stuff like that. But it might. who it. knows? Yeah, who knows what they'll do. But I, I, I think both of these movies, and it's it's only the first VHS, but I think both these movies deserve to be on the list. That, absolutely. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, so. so uh, yeah, let's move on, move on down. That was number 12. Let's go to number 11. And this one is uh, Stakeland. Then the world woke up to a nightmare. Welcome to Stakeland, kid. Get your boots on. Your gun's ready. This, if you guys haven't seen this, it's a post-apocalyptic apocalyptic, um, vampire flick. Um, and this movie is is fucking awesome. <laughs> I th- yeah, it's a good movie. I, yeah, it's it's uh, got great effects. It's got a fucking badass lead character mm-hmm. uh, that you just want to emulate in your everyday <laughs> life, you know. Uh, he is so awesome. Uh, he is the epitome of badass, you know. Yes. When you think about a badass character like, you know, uh, Clint Eastwood and, and uh, you know, Dirty Harry or something like that, this guy is fucking it, man. You <laughs> just stick with this guy and you're going to live through anything. I love it. Also, it had, um, you know, it's funny reading their description right here. It says starring Daniel Harris. You know, I fuck this. She's barely in this movie, and right. that's what I love about it. it I takes, agree, yes. It, it, like, if they made this movie now... Uh, she would be like the lead and it would be a terrible movie, you know, but they took her and she's just in a background kind of character and it's great. You think the whole time that she's going to hook up with the kid, you know, but they never do. And I'm like, okay, that that's good. You know, they don't have to make it, you know, they don't have to always hook up and, and shit like that. And you know, this seems more real. It felt like a very real kind of movie. If something like this was going to happen. So, yeah, I, I love this movie. This movie definitely deserves to be on the list. Yes, yes, it does. I, I'm mm-hmm. all done. I, I, I confess, the first time I saw this was the other day. Yeah. So it's... somehow it got by me, and it's on Netflix. So I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to watch it now, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know how it got by me. But I, I remember, I, I've heard it come up in conversation, but whatever. I, I It really impressed me. Ten minutes in, I, I knew I was going to like it. I was like, you know what? I, I can just tell by the feel of it and the look of it. This is mm-hmm. going to be a good movie, and th- this is what here's what I don't get: Why does a movie like this not come to theaters? Why can't people go see a horror movie like this in the theaters and fucking be blown away by it? You know, that's that's a good horror movie instead of half the shit that we get out there. You know? Yeah, it's all it's all uh, it's all numbers game. You know, who picks up shame. the movie? You know, and shit like that. It's just that's all it is. Unfortunately, I like what it says though. Here it says, Stakeland is an out an out. I'm sorry, I can't talk tonight. Stakeland is an outstanding source material that is begging to be turned into a series on AMC. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, that, that would be kind of like a spinoff of The Walking Dead because it's kind of the same universe. It's just vampires instead of zombies. But True. And yeah. the way the vampires act, are they're unlike vampires we've seen before. Very unique. Very yeah. unique, yeah. And they're different type of vampires, and they're... They're a little bit zombified in a way, the way the way they behave. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, they're different. 
but it's yeah. but it's great. I mean, there's some great kills in it, and uh, you care about the characters. Yeah, I think that's the that's the main thing about this movie is it's a character piece, you know, uh, set in this world, this fantastical world. But it's very it always takes itself seriously. Yeah, it's never uh, it's never crazy or anything like that. And so it's because of these characters that you follow through the movie that makes it ultimately good. You know, you care about these characters, you want them to succeed, and and you understand the the their plight and the shit that they're going through every day. And uh, yeah, it's just it's it's like a I don't know if you've seen it. I think it's on Netflix now, but the movie The Road with Viggo Mortensen. It really reminds me of that because that's a post-apocalyptic movie that is fucking serious as shit. Really? And yeah, it doesn't deal with like monsters or anything like that. It just deals with uh, other human beings and the fact that there's almost no life left on Earth, but there's people there. There's people that turn to cannibalism and stuff like that, and it's a really intense, serious movie. But wow. it's very similar in tone to this. And oh. this one, this one's a little bit more fantastic with you know uh, vampires, but that you know they, I think there are two movies that are akin to each other. That's cool. Well, you know what they kind of touch upon that in this about fearing other people because mm-hmm. when they get into that whole feud with that that cult in that situation, you know that that and that's something that would really happen, I think too. Like, oh, absolutely. Couldn't because, you totally see that shit going? Oh, down? the breakdown of society would yeah. be so quick and you know once you're out of the comforts of normal society you're going to do whatever it takes to survive you know it's like once you can't go to the supermarket and get food well yeah you might fucking kill somebody to get a sandwich you don't fucking know that's just human nature yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. it's a big slant on religion and politics too not not overly done not really so much with politics a little bit they say things there's one line when they come in the bar and he goes the guy says to him, puts his glass down, and he says, no religion, no politics in this bar. Said, no problem. <laughs> you know? And I said, that's great. What a fucking, what a good attitude to have, you know? But uh, that, but with those guys, when they have that cult, that, that would happen. You would see guys get, like, re- religious fanatics because it's post-apocalyptic and freaking, yeah, do this. And the one guy's trying to freaking, you know, start his shit, and everybody's opposed to him. And they're mm-hmm. trying to run, like, that whole section of the country. And see, and then it ends up being really cool because later on, that guy does get blessed by freaking evil or or what have you because he becomes this mutant vampire thing, and mm-hmm. we had that showdown at the end. So it's really cool, and it's a coming of age situation with the boy because the guy saves him, Mister, and he, he trains him, you know, shows him all the ways, and you know, it's a whole rite of passage thing. And then they're driving through, and anytime he goes somewhere, he has to show people. That how many uh, vampires he killed? He shows mm-hmm. them the the teeth and shit. And they let him in, and that's cool. I could, I could totally. It, it seems like it's a true to life situation. Yeah. It know? seems to be like what would really happen in yeah. this kind of in kind of world. Uh, and and I don't know who again. Same as uh, the rise with Leslie Vernon or whatever. I don't know who this lead actor is, but he is fucking awesome. Yeah. Have you seen him in anything else? He didn't look. He didn't look familiar. No. I th- I, uh, fuck, I don't know. I, he needs to do more shit because he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's just—you can tell that he is like <laughs> Mister 
it, normally. You know, you can tell he's not really acting <laughs> he's that like much. He's trail, right? <laughs> yeah, it, you can tell that's who this guy really is. He's just like a badass, kind of cool, you know, kind of old Hollywood kind of guy or something, you right? know? Yeah, I, I want to see more from this guy. Yeah, I do too. And you know what? There's one thing about this movie that it, it swerved me in a good way. Where I remember when they uh, remember when they get to that one place and it's kind of like a safe haven. They've been trying yeah. to get there. They get their radio transmission and they get there and the and, and the military's there. And the first thing the guy tells them is, "You you surrender your weapons here. When you leave, you get them back." Okay. As soon as that happens and he walked in, I thought it was going to be a situation which we've seen many times. Yeah. More recently. In the Walking Dead with like the governor, that's yeah. what I thought. Did you did you think that was going to happen? Oh, I too? instantly thought that. Instantly, yes. yeah, yes, but it didn't happen. No, it turns out they were attacked <laughs> by some religious zealots and they dropped the freaking the vampires on them. And it, I mean, it was tragic because that little girl passed away and the old lady passed away. They just befriended them. They were having a good time. You know, it wasn't going to last. But I thought it was going to end because of you know the people on the inside. But in fact, it was enemies. And then mm-hmm. the, the shit you know shit hit the fan and they all took off and. You know, it, it was kind of moving. It was sad. There were some sad moments there, and but I was glad it wasn't typical. You know? Yeah, it's not typical. Yeah. It's it's an actual. You get it gets emotions out of you. I think that's why this film resonates is because uh, it, it it gets at you. It's not just a fun. You know, it's not Tucker and Dale versus the evil. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's got some emotional core at this movie with the relationships. Uh, you know, especially with the kid. And, and Mister, you know, and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it really, really tugs at your heartstrings. I think even even in this dark, you know, tonally dark, uh, you know, kind of movie. It's good, good movie. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah, it de- definitely recommended. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. Watch it. You know, anybody fucking get on it if you haven't seen it because it's it's a good all around movie. I, I really can't see telling a horror fan to watch this movie and they're gonna come back and, and say or they were disappointed. I just I couldn't imagine that. No, I shoot. If yeah, if <laughs> I don't think you're a horror fan if you don't like this movie. Maybe you know, even you know, I I, I can see why people be like, well, I don't like vampires. You know, well, fuck, look at it from this angle. You know what I mean? It's got so much more going on than just the vampires. It's it's about right. a relationship between this man and a boy. It's about trying to survive. You know, in a world that's moved on. You know, it's got so much other things going for it, and it just it just knocks it out of the park. Yep, and the other characters, the nun comes in for a little bit, that situation mm-hmm. with her, and then Daniel Harris being pregnant, and then the the the, um, the soldier, and that whole thing, and you, you meet other people, and, and you care for them, and, you know, it all, all in a short movie, you know what I mean? And they accomplish a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's a really well-made movie. It's It should definitely be on the list. Yeah, definitely deserves to be here. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was number 11. So that's 15 through 11. Before we move on, guys, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with the rest of the list. Open up your door. I'm Santa Claus, and guess what, y'all? I got something to show. I came to bring some Christmas spirit. I got a big bag, now guess what's in it? Something for the rich, something for the poor. So Merry Christmas and ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Christmas my foot. I'ma tell you what Santa really put under my so-called tree, but in reality, look like nothing but a decorated pole to me. Man, you talk about a tree, it makes me wonder, cause I never had a tree to put anything under. If I ever did look up and get a tree, there was never anything under it for me. Man, I don't 
know what y'all talking about Cause when I come to your town, I just get chased out I thought you would be happy to see Santa Claus But all you'll say is stick him up and give me yours You're lucky all you did was get ripped off And it's time to keep your big fat up north Because after my last few Christmas nights If I see you around my neighborhood, I'm shooting on sight And I ain't even got a chimney for you to come down So ain't no need for you to be coming around Cause the last so-called Santa that came in with a sack Wasn't giving our presents, he was taking them back Man, y'all should be glad that I didn't quit Cause I'm getting too old for this Santa Claus Y'all think I'm getting presents made for free? I gotta pay them bells, and ain't nobody paying me You big fat whales, you might as well quit Cause I can name a hundred presents that I didn't get And if I did get a present, it'd be a hand-me-down Yo, I got this for Christmas, now how that sounds? It sounds good to me, cause I'm about to freeze You wanna see something? Look at the bottom of these Me and my brothers can't go out at the same time Cause a coat that's theirs is a coat that's mine Man, I know one thing, y'all better get off my neck And wait till you get your welfare check Go on down to the office and stand on the line Better hurry up, see, I got mine Jingle, jangle, jingle for the pole And once he gets your welfare check Yo, kiss my mistletoe Ho, ho, ho Fuckers, we are back, and we are continuing the what is it horrormovies.ca's list of the 15 best new horror movies in the past five years. Um, so far, it's been a pretty good list. There's really only been one that I've been kind of iffy about, but it's been pretty good so far. So moving on with number ten, and that is a foreign movie called I Saw the Devil. Yeah! And I'm not too, I'm not super keen on movies that come out of this part of the world. I'm not even sure which country this came out of. Uh, Japan. Is it Japan? Okay. Mm-hmm. But this movie blew my fucking socks off, dude. I, I don't even know if I would call this a horror movie. But it, it definitely is horrific, so I guess maybe I would. It's just not in the traditional kind of sense of a horror movie, I think. it's more It feels more like Silence of the Lambs kind of horror movie to me. But this movie was so intense and so engaging uh, with the characters. I, it, I fucking loved it. And I don't even watch that many movies uh, like this. It's not that I have a thing against subtitles or anything like that. It's just that I know there's going to be... You know, there's just a difference culturally, you know, and so there might be something missing with some of these movies. But this one, I think, fucking nailed it. I think it's screaming for, you know, Hollywood to remake this like they're remaking Old Boy uh, or something like that. Um, Uh, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what do you think about I Saw the Devil, Dave? Oh, I fucking love it. It's <laughs> fucking great, isn't it? Yeah, I love the J horror. And you know what? I'm wrong. Now that I, it was uh, what's his name, the guy that wrote Tale of Two Sisters, um, Soon mm-hmm. Raccoon. That, that's okay. Korea. That's Korea. Okay, I was thinking so, it was from Korea. Okay. Yeah, uh, Kim Ji Woon. Okay, yeah. And mm-hmm. he also did uh, a Tale of Two Sisters, which is another movie I strongly recommend. Which right. is another borderline horror movie. I still call it a horror movie, but I know what you're saying about this and I, I would say the same thing about that but but yeah um fuck i love it and, and i love asian horror and it's probably my yeah I, asian horror is right after american for me, you know and then then italian and 
yeah, it's done. Yeah, especially this movie. It's like, oh, man. it's done so well. It's like, and, and and it's crazy to me because there's such crazy, horrific shit in this movie of violence yeah. and stuff like that. But at the same time, uh, some of the, um, uh, you know, the camera work and the look of this movie is so fucking bonkers, insane, awesome. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it, here in America, I don't know if that that's I, I'm trying to think of an example of a movie that is done so fucking well, but also is such a hard R, you know, I, I it's it's hard to think of something. And that, that's why I went to Silence of the Lambs, because, right. you know, this is basically a cop chasing a bad guy. You know, it's not your <laughs> traditional kind of killer yeah. kind, kind of movie. So, um so yeah, that's why it makes me think of that. Now, the the guy who plays the villain, he, um, w- was he the guy in Old Boy? Is that that guy? Oh, I get I get shit. a lot of these guys mixed up. Uh, but I I'm a huge fan of Old Boy, and that's getting you know that's already been remade and it's coming out very soon. Well, it might be out by the time this gets released, but um, uh, so. Oh, but yeah, is I think that guy? might be the same guy. I, I think I it is. As a matter of fact, I, I, I think you're right. I think it is. Yeah, <laughs> and that guy, if it is, uh, yeah. he's a great. Either way, either way, yeah. the villain in this movie, which is also debatable, because you know this movie really blurs the lines as to who's the bad guy. You know, because the fucking hero, quote unquote, <laughs> is doing some insane shit. Now, yeah, gr- who wouldn't? Well, I, no, yeah. pardon me. I shouldn't say who wouldn't. I should say that I might. <laughs> that's, what I, that's a better way to say it. If I was in his shoes, uh, there's a good chance I would do that too. Mm-hmm. It's because I could think that way. You know, <laughs> it's a super fun idea. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, this this killer uh, kills this guy's wife, right? And then he basically leaves the force to extract revenge on this guy. And what he does is. He he beats him within an inch of his life, and then lets him go, only to catch up with him and then do it again. And he wants to do this uh, for the rest of his life, seemingly. And <laughs> right. that to me is such a great idea of revenge. But at the same time, like I said, it blurs the lines. You know, this guy. You know, he's probably taking it just too far. You know, he should just yeah. kill him, and then that should be it, or or whatever. But he wants to keep perpetuating this revenge over and over again and how this all plays out is just fucking it's it's a great movie it's just masterful it is it's it's incredible i love it it's fucking gory it's it's a great premise it's it's engaging right right off the bat i love it and and i like i said i have a i naturally have a flavor for for asian horror movies so Mm -hmm. i i I fell right into this movie and i've only seen it once and since i've seen it once it's a long movie. It's like two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, two and a half hours. Yeah. Right. I bought the unrated Blu-ray, and it's in the package till I'm waiting for the right day, and I'm gonna sit down and watch it again, and I can't wait to watch it because it fucking it blew my mind. But you know, that's a good title for it. I saw the devil because, in essence, that's what happens. This guy comes face to face with evil, and in a matter of speaking, he becomes... Then he becomes... Yeah, it's so smart. Yeah, I love... You know what I mean? Yeah. I love characters, and this kind of goes with... uh, I don't know if you're up to date on The Walking Dead, Dave, but I the, am. Fuck, the governor is, is back, you know, mm-hmm. and so and they really do a great job of of making him sympathetic again, and they're, you know yeah. they're you know I, I love agree. characters that are 
you know, they're not just evil or they're not just good, you know. Nobody is just like that. We all have the push and pull, you know, within us. And I, that's why, yeah, I love it. That's why these characters are great. It is great. And that thing with the governor, I, for some reason, the first five minutes, I, I watched it this morning with my wife, the first five minutes in, just because uh, he was recounting something in his I know I'm going off topic, but I'll, I'll keep it quick. Um, he says mm-hmm. something in his head. And he says, uh, there's a conversation. Someone asked him what happened, where he was, and was it a nice place? He said, yes. And he said, what happened? He goes, well, the guy that ran it messed it up. Yeah. He, he mm-hmm. Right away, I, I heard in his voice that he was taking responsibility. And I told my wife, I said, you know what? The governor, I think, is going to do a turnaround in the show now. I said, uh, oh, yeah. kind of like, like what's his name? Like Michael Walker's character did. Mm-hmm. I go, I have a feeling something like that's going to happen. And i got to tell you, by the end of that show, I honestly, it, it's, it seems strange to say, probably because I have a little girl that was the governor's age, um, that situation. It was probably the most emotional uh, episode of, uh, of that show ever yeah. for me personally. It really tugged at the heartstrings for me because the whole thing with, you know, he lost his daughter. He thought he was doing the right thing and he lost control and flipped out and, you know, the show. And then he bonds with the other girl, this little girl. And then freaking, then he has to kill her grandfather that way. And then she's afraid of him. And then mm-hmm. that, I tell you, it, what a what an episode. I, it's off topic. I'm sorry, but I just it really no, blew my great. mind. Yeah, it really got me this morning. I was like, you know what? That fucking that was that was very emotional. It was you know, and that episode. that goes with this movie. I mean, not that uh, not that the villain in this movie you ever. I mean, you kind of sympathize with him, but you never feel like he's redeemable. But then you see something like this in The Walking Dead, and you're like, fuck, I think I fucking feel sorry for this guy now, who you've seen murder to dozens of people. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Innocent people, yeah. you know, just out of rage, you know. And, and rage. <laughs> yeah, that, that's for Cody. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, it's, and so uh, that, that that's what one of the, the great things about this movie is the blurring of the lines and – and yeah, not everybody is just you know, hundred percent good, and not everybody's hundred percent evil. You do feel bad for the villain in this movie because, <laughs> yeah, because the, the yeah he <laughs> you know he's he's like man, how the fuck did this guy find me again? And right. then and you know it's like it's like yeah, fuck this guy is just perpetually beating the shit out of you <laughs> over and over again, and yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah, it's just good. And and you know what? That house. You know, oh about, God! Another guy, and they're just, they're they're both different. They're oh. both serial killers, and they're both scumbags. But then this guy is animal, like, yeah, know? this guy is like, okay, this guy is a fucked up guy, and yeah. that I think that's to make you sympathize with the with the villain uh, even more because you see somebody who's even more evil, <laughs> right. and then it's like, well, this guy isn't that evil because this guy is evil. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> I think it was cool that these these fucking these type of people hang out together. They're just oh my god, generous of the world, devils themselves. You know, they're just oh. different kind of devils. All yeah. of them. You mm-hmm. know, and the and the hero becomes a devil himself by before before it ends. Yeah, great just, movie. Uh, it is a great movie, and fucking once again, and I, I you'll probably agree with me. It belongs on the list and recommended. You know, High, highly recommend this. Yeah, and and this is I believe is on Netflix too. So. If you guys haven't watched this, you should. I mean, yep. if, if I know some of you might be fearful of subtitles, but, man, it, I'm sorry, but you're missing out on some great films if that's the only reason you're not watching this. So, Yep. 
Yep. Uh, let's move on down to number nine, and that is uh, American Mary. Have you ever heard of body modification? <gasps> Took me by surprise. Starring Catherine Isabel. Yeah, this movie was quite surprising. Now, did this movie come out in 2013? That came out this year, did it? Yeah, well, I know. It just dropped on Netflix like freaking okay. months ago. So, mm-hmm. very well made. And it's the Soska sisters that, you know, everyone fucking talks about them. And this is a good movie they did. But, yeah. you know, we, we can't go too much into it yet. Yeah, <laughs> so let's, yeah, let's not elaborate too much on that. Um, so, moving on to number eight. And that is a Halloween favorite. Yeah. And they really misspelled it here. <laughs> oh, they did on that thing, didn't they? Uh, it's, trick, it's trick or treat. During the spookiest time of the year, there are a few guidelines all ghosts and goblins should follow. Always stay on sidewalks. Never go to a... And they, they spelled it O-R. I mean, I don't give a shit. I just think it's funny. Hey, um, it is funny. <laughs> I've even heard people call it trick or treat and it's like well trick treat. that's I, yeah that's very literal but I think you know they just they just wanted to call it something different than that 80s movie about back backwards masking with heavy metal and shit I think that's the only reason uh, that's funny trick or treat is funny too it's like Toys yeah. R Us you know yeah, yeah exactly like yeah it's not, it's not trick or it's trick or treat. You're just supposed to say it fast. That's Damn all. Damn straight. Trick or treat. Uh, so anyways, yeah, this movie is another uh, anthology, so to speak. Um, and it definitely embodies Halloween. And I think that, for that reason alone, I think it's deserving of this list. Because not, uh, there's hardly any movies that I can recall that really... You know, just scream Halloween and 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 that season, the entire season. And this movie does it very well. I mean, say what you will about the stories. You know, there's definitely some that are better than the others, um, and stuff like that. But just the idea of it all being on Halloween night and it all truly being about Halloween and and that kind of stuff. Uh, I think this movie scores. Uh, I don't know if I would put it this high on the list, number eight. But I do enjoy it. I think it's a great watch. So, what do you think about it, Dave? I tell you what, I think I, I think it's too fucking low. I think I think I would really put it lower. Yeah, yeah. I think this movie's fantastic. Yes, I think that I think this should be in the top five. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know what? And, and I watch it once a year, and, and I'm fresh. I mean, it was just it was just Halloween last month, and I'm fresh off of you, so it's not like I'm okay. Well, you know, well, let me ask you this. Maybe it's I, nostalgia of Halloween now, the way I feel. See, that's what I think. I that's it. why I think it is because Maybe it is. okay, if and and the way it's done, you know, this is an anthology oh, movie where it's where everything is done. Um, the the tales are sort of out of order, and they all kind of float. They all have intertwining characters and, and stuff like that. That I really enjoy. The, the way it's set up, how yeah, how it's man. told, the the very beginning is actually the very end, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, That's it's all brilliant. very. But if you take each individual story and just look at it by itself, I don't think I don't think they're they're nothing to write home about. I think they're okay at best. I think it's how they tell you the story and not necessarily the stories themselves. 
that make up the movie that makes it good. You know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I, I do see. But I, I can, I can, you know, I can understand what you're saying, but it doesn't matter in this movie because it's done so well that just yeah. like you said, it doesn't matter if it, they're the strongest stories in the world or not. The way they tie together is yeah. what really mm-hmm. sells it for me, and the fact that it's an anthology and the look and the feel and the atmosphere of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm just fucking. You know, coming all over it because it's Halloween. <laughs> you know, <laughs> peel this banana. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking peel it back. Peel it back. Uh I just love the movie. It's just uh, maybe in ten years from now I'll feel different after I've seen it. I so don't think times. so. No, I don't. I, I think you're right. You know, ultimately you're right. It's 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 how you feel once the movie is over. You know, regardless of of content or anything like that. And I get the same feeling. When I watch this, I'm like, you know, I'm just so jazzed about Halloween and all that stuff. Uh, it's just that when I think about the stories individually, I'm like, well, that one's not that strong, and this one really sucks. Well, let me you hear know. you. Okay, <sighs> what, what, which, which do you think is not strong? Which uh, the the final one with uh, really? with the Sam bus driver. And yeah, I no that and goes on revenge on the fucking bus driver. That wow. goes on way too long. And oh, I'll give you that. That does and, drag a little. And it being at the end, it's just like, um, oh, get on with it already, you know. Uh, that one, uh, I like the I like the werewolf one. Yeah, uh, that one. That one's good. Yes. Uh, let's see what else is there. The um, uh, the n- not the opener, but the second opener with the the fat kid and <laughs> the uh, you know, and and what is he like a teacher or yeah. Yeah, something like that. I, I enjoy that. And then he turns out to be a serial killer. Right. Uh, in the other story, I like that. Yeah. Uh, now the the whole <laughs> the whole all you know when when the kids die on the bus in the ravine or whatever I think it's it is. Great. You don't like that? Really? Uh, I I like how it's shot. I love the look of it and all that stuff. I f- I just can't get into the fact that the. Uh, <laughs> All these parents really wanted to just kill their kids because they're a fucking burden on them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, come on. Like, be a fucking, you know, there's like. But there's, there's only like, like half a dozen kids on there. Maybe not every kid was in on the bus that day. They just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe they informed each other. So, so well, if you want your kid to die, if you want to get yeah. rid of your burden, put him on the bus. If not, we understand. <laughs> so six families. Six families decided we'll be better off without our our eight year old. Let's kill that motherfucker. Get the you know that's that's and it's like why do these kids, the zombie kids? I don't. I love the look of them. They look fucking awesome. It's really spooky in the ravine. I love it all. But just their motivation. Why do they want to kill these other kids that come down there? I don't get that at all. You know, I I guess I don't know. Why? Because they they were writing a wrong. Because those motherfuckers pranked freaking uh, the the yeah. poor girl that had um, you know, they were messing with the one girl that took everything seriously. She was an idiot savant, and it was just like everything else in the story, kind of like Creep Show and like Twilight Zone episodes, and mm-hmm. where someone if it, if if they do some evil, there's gonna be freaking repercussions from other evil things or, or what have you. Yeah, you know? I guess so. Yeah, there is the like the rules that they set up for Halloween. It's like, you know, only eat one piece of candy. <laughs> you know that that's why the kid you know gets poisoned or whatever. Oh, it's sick, dude. He's and poisoned. yeah, and the fucking you know don't uh, blow out a jack o' lantern or something. You know, oh, it, yeah, all that stuff really, is cool. Yeah, yeah. Hanukkah, she tells them. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I do love all that. You know, I'm I'm just nitpicking really on the movie. I think I think it's a good movie. I enjoy I watching it. it. Yeah, it, it's just that I think when I hear people talk about it, you know, I'm just like, well, it's good, but I think you're giving it a bit much, you know. But I understand. It's it's the like it's like the ultimate Halloween movie. You know, it's a fun movie to sit down, watch Halloween. It encompasses everything about Halloween. And and it's it's well made. I'll give him that. It's a well made movie. You know, so I, I I'm just nitpicking really. I think it totally deserves to be on this list. I, I just wouldn't put it as high. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. But I think the thing with the bus, I, I kind of like it. It's kind of sad and tragic the situation that they would do that to their kids. That that how many parents would do that? It's fucked up, is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. It just I don't know. It just makes you feel even sadder for her. And what you said about the way it's filmed. I love the way, the grainy look of the fucking, that, that scene with the buzz. I think it's even... Oh, and like the flashback it. part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I just think what they did on a, on, a, on a small budget and everything else, just what, man. I tell you what. Because they it, came it, out of nowhere and just took us all by surprise. And Yeah, I guess you're right. It, I, it, it lived up to the hype. Because remember, people were talking about it for like a year. For years. Trailer. Yeah. And then it came out. And usually when that happens, you see the movie and you're like, eh, okay, it was good, but the hype kind of fucked it up. This mm-hmm. one, I believe the hype. And as a matter of fact, there's another movie we're going to come up to uh, <laughs> shortly. And that was hyped for a long time. Yeah. And when it came out, I liked it, but it didn't really live up to the hype. You know, So I, I like to swap those two. I don't know what number it is, but maybe when I get to it, I'll, I'll be able to say. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, and, you know, just recently... Um, you know, the sequel was announced. They're going to do the sequel. I think the sequel is going to make me appreciate this movie better, you know, because I think the sequel is, will probably be better. I think they're going to get more money to do it. And I think they're, uh, they have, uh, something to live up to, you know, so they got to strive to make the sequel better. I think it will be. Uh huh. Well, th- you don't think so? I have concerns. Mm-hmm. I'm probably the only one. I've been waiting for someone else to step up, and I've listened to other podcasts, and I've and I've seen things on web pages and whatnot, and everyone seems to be all jazzed up about it. Me, for whatever reason, I am not very excited about it. I think that they can go nowhere but down. Yeah. I think that this is so good that they cannot live up to it, and I think it can only go down, and it's probably going to be we. It's obviously going to be direct to dvd and it, but it but made like direct to dvd maybe more money's going to go into it i don't if you don't have all the people in on it the same writer or creator and have the same effects i just don't know kind of like creep show and creep show 2 uh-huh. uh, in my opinion there's nowhere to go but down i fucking hope i'm wrong this movie comes out and knocks my fucking socks off i really do but for some something inside telling me i'm going to be I'm not going to be let down because I'm not expecting a lot. I just think that a lot of people may be let down. But I hope I'm wrong. It's just a, feeling, a gut feeling I have about it. And I think I'm the only asshole that feels that way. But Well, no, I, I kind of get that. I think the reason um, that Part 2 would be a letdown is I have a funny feeling that they will overuse the character of Sam. Right. And I think he's going to be all in the fucking sequel. And to me... He's not even that interesting. I don't really like... That's why I didn't like the last segment. It's like, well, 
what is this guy? I don't fucking understand. You know, <laughs> Wasn't it's it like cool though when he, when they showed him and then fucking he had a pumpkin head and all that shit. He was able to I mean that that embodies Halloween that whole thing. And he wasn't overkill. It was only the last you know twenty minutes of the film. Just, well, that's what I'm saying. Elsewhere. They're gonna take that character. You think they're gonna fucking overkill him? Huh? Yeah, I really do. It, it's gonna be like oh. Halloween fucking you know five or something. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> maybe not that bad, uh, oh, but. God. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm hopeful because I love I love the whole setup and I love how it's done. I love how they told the story. You know, I may not like some of the bits in the overall story, but I like how they told it. I think that was very smart. So I think they have a lot to I, I think they know that if they make something subpar, they're going to disappoint a lot of people because so many people love this movie. So, yeah, I you know what? I'll I don't positive. think they will. Good. I, I you know, what? I'll try to think positive mm-hmm. about it. Hopefully they won't. <clears throat> Hopefully not. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Halloween. Is that when it comes out? Holy I shit. Know. I hope so. I'll fuck a lot. Oh, fuck. Take. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how long does it take to make a fucking movie right here? Five years? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, moving on the list, uh, number seven, we got a another is we got another foreign film, and that's Let the Right One In. This movie kind of blew my socks off because one. I'm not that into vampires. And two, I am definitely not into movies where a fucking child, like a young child, is the main character. Never, never have I really, you know, gravitated toward that. Because I can't really connect, you know, unless I'm, unless I'm a child myself, you know. But this movie is, uh, took such an approach to the lore and the mythology and it really created a movie about uh, uh, relationships and and this little boy and it's like a coming of age story. He just happens to be coming of age in a crazy a crazy tale where he meets this girl, quote unquote, and and she's a vampire. So I I think this movie definitely deserves to be on the list. It's a very smart movie in my opinion, and it's. Uh, got some of the coolest ideas that uh you know we haven't seen in a long time especially from a vampire movie so yep. what do you think dave i fucking love it yeah mm-hmm. matter of fact if i'm making li- this might be my number one movie really okay I, I fucking love it i i fell in love with the first time i saw it i didn't know i i kind of knew what to expect but it wasn't even close to what, what what I when I actually sat down and watched it. It's it's definitely my favorite vampire movie of all time. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's fucking very engaging. It's a, I'm hooked from the first minute. I lo- I love everything about it. It's such a fucking what an incredible story. You know. Yeah, it's a great story, and it, it's man, it has so many. It, it, it tells this story, and you really get a sense that. Uh, it's like a sad, sad tale. You know, it's like these two coming together, but it's also like, um, you know, the the guy that's with her, you know, you can tell that oh, yeah. he w- he used to be this kid, I think. 
like years ago. He was also this kid, and he just happened to grow up while she, you know, doesn't age, you know, and unfortunately he just gets to a point where, you know, I can't fucking do this anymore, you know, and that that just blows my mind of just thinking about the longevity of a vampire, but seeing it through a human's eyes, you know what I mean? It's like, um, right. You know, he grew up with it. Well, now his time is fucking over. And now this little kid has got to pick up the, the torch, so to speak, and kind of take care of this person, you know? And yeah, it's fucking great, man. The, the special effects were fucking awesome. Uh, the, uh, just the brutality of it all really, it's not like over the top or anything like that. It's just the subtle moments of brutality that fucking, it just floored me. I had no idea that, uh, where, where's this from? Like Sweden or something like that? Yeah. That's the okay. Swedish movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very smart. And is it based on a book from that country? Yes, it is. Okay. That's, yeah, yep. it's, and I've never read that. I'm not, I'm not a huge reader. Um, that's why I watch movies, but, uh, <laughs> right. you know, I, it, this is something I probably would read because I feel like there's a lot, uh, so much you can elaborate on that it's just fascinating to me. Um, you know, it's just small things that are hinted at in the movie that could be really just blown up. <clears throat> there's there's so much going on. There's, yeah. It's just it's it's such a great story. You feel sorry for Oscar. He's bullied and that whole situation and. You feel for her, you feel for the guy, although in the book, now I didn't read the book, but I've heard that in the book, I, the first time I saw this movie, I thought what well, you thought, that that he used to be Oscar and he got too old for her, him, whatever you want to say. Yeah, is that not true? And uh, Now I've heard, now I haven't read the book myself, a friend of mine said he saw it on Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt, but... The story I've heard is that fucking he is actually a pedophile, and that is why he's doing these chores for her, and that's why she has him at, at you know, her beck and call. What? That that's really? That's what it's all about, that it's pedophilia. I could be wrong. That's just what I was told. And I'm going to go back and, and when we finish this, maybe tomorrow I'll, 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 I'll Google it and see. Huh. I like I my theory better. In a while. I do too, and that's what I thought, and it would be, it would be much better. Mm-hmm. And if the book's a little sicker, then, then so be it. You know, and you know that whole thing about later on when you see the freaking whatever you see, the penis cut off or whatever the fuck. Right. You don't know. They don't touch upon that in the American. No. Yeah. They, they touch upon it here. You know, and I guess it's even more so in the book, of course, because that that's mm-hmm. what books do. But uh, story aside, it's fucking beautifully filmed. The production values, it's the lighting, the music. It's just a. It's just an excellent film. It really is. It, when that the opening credits, when you see it start with the snow falling and the music, and it's just such a well-made movie, man. Mm-hmm. That fucking scene in the hospital when they open up the curtains, and oh, I hope yeah. I hope I'm not getting it confused with the American. I know they did it in the American, and it's not as well done. But when they, it's like a the 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 person is a vampire and they don't realize it yet, and they open up the curtains and just fucking. <laughs> flames that oh that, yeah that's that's in the beginning of the of the remake okay that yeah. fucking blew me away i fucking yeah. yeah it was shocking i fucking loved it dude yeah that was cool definitely that was cool but i thought at first you were saying the one part when she comes up to the old guy's room because he burned his face when he put oh, right. shit on him mm-hmm. and he's gonna die so in his last freaking moments 
he's offering you know himself to her his blood so she could feed mm-hmm. so she, all of a sudden she they open the window and she's there and she can't come in he invites and then he pulls in and then then she sucks him dry and throws him over the thing throws him out yeah oh man <laughs> what a fucking scene mm-hmm. what a great I really I, I we should maybe one day we'll do a uh, a feature with this on it because this is the kind of movie yeah him fucking rap on about. Uh, uh, the 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 older guy with the fucking doesn't he uh, when he makes the first kill in the movie isn't he like wearing a fucking bag on his head with like one one high open or something like that I'm having a hard time remembering it's been a while is he but... wearing a bag let me think about this yeah um and he's it's... in the back seat of the guy's car and maybe I'm thinking of the American version I get I get him confused well I but... know he kills the one guy in the woods in the snow and that's the first one he gets, and he drains him with the freaking oh, okay. the, the the plastic thing. But then again, maybe I could be wrong. I'm not saying what I'm saying is gospel about the movie. I've seen <laughs> the movie three times. I've seen the remake twice. Uh, oh I wow! I fucking love this. Well, I love this. I, I saw the remake twice. I saw it once, but then another time, um, I didn't have this yet on Blu-ray. But I had let me in because I got it for a buck. So I had some guests over. I said, "Watch this movie." You know, mm-hmm. so I showed it to them. But this one, because it's one of those that, that because I love it so much, I don't watch it a whole hell of a lot. But it's, you know, it's going to be more and more. But mm-hmm. uh, the first kill, I do remember being in the woods, and I do remember them being like, uh, he was siphoning in. in yeah, in, he's got the guy strung up, and he slices his neck, and then yeah, that's what know. I remember. But maybe prior to that, I think he just walks up to the guy and asks him what time it is or something, hmm. and then he just pounces him. But I could be wrong. I remember some scene where he's in the backseat of a car. And maybe it's the Dude, scene so where... Yeah, yeah okay. So you do... Okay, but just the look of him and like the... You know, it's like a serial killer kind of aspect for that scene where, uh, you know, he's wearing like a bag on his head and it's just like a creepy image. Yeah, mm. I think you're right. I gotta watch this again. <laughs> I, I really do. I gotta count this shit again. Mm. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's it's well deserving to be on the list. I would probably yeah. put it up higher. You said it would be your number one. Yeah, it's a good chance. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd I'd say top five for this one. Definitely bring it up. Um, so yeah, let's move on to number six, and that's kind of uh, a more mainstream American film, and that's Sinister. <laughs> Starring Ethan Hawke, and say what you will about Ethan Hawke, uh, you know, good or bad, but this movie is kind of brilliant in a way that it combines sort of two styles of filmmaking. Uh, it's got some sort of like found footage stuff in here, but it's really kind of like a, just a straightforward uh, ghost movie. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, he finds all these videos, or, you know, like a uh, film. Yeah, it's actually reel to reel. Like fucking Super 8. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Find, and, and then you watch those with him. And, yeah. watch, and watching those films with him is so intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those films alone is what makes the movie for me because uh, you just you just feel dread watching these things because you know something is going to happen. And then when you see what happens, it is fucking horrific. It's crazy. And then, and then, um, uh, just the outcome of it at the end, I fucking love this movie. I'll just say it right now. Um, this movie, I don't know if 
Yeah, I'd probably put it a little higher on the list. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorites of the past five years because it blends these elements so seemingly. Now, this movie kind of, once the mythology kind of opens up and stuff like that and you understand what's going on, I think the movie kind of falls apart a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> given given everything that it does uh, with the, you know, with the films that he finds and stuff like that and he's a true crime writer and all this stuff i think it works great what do you think about this oh yeah i think it's really good also Mm -hmm. i've only seen it one time yeah me too yeah Yeah, i I tried to watch it a second time not too long ago and i was on i was marathoning i think it was in october at some point and i was about half an hour in and i started dozing off i said "Ah, i can't watch this in this condition so I have to go back and watch it again, but so it's fresh in my memory. It's like one of those. I know I have to finish it, but I've only seen it once, and uh, yeah, I really liked it. I, I, I and I would have it on the list. Not exactly sure where, mm-hmm. because it's tough for me to date. You know, to decide on one viewing. It's just how I am. I yeah. I need that second viewing, but I really enjoyed it. And I those super eight movies he he was watching. Were fucking tremendous. Those they, they made were, the movie. Yeah, they were haunting. They were, even yeah, in the, the beginning. The, the very first, first scene. Yeah, yes. with the hanging. And you're oh, like, man, what the scary. fuck is this movie I'm going to fucking watch here? Because that yeah. is fucking freaking my shit. The whole, it, you know what, it, it, the grainy imagery yeah, and the man. seemingly kind of uh, slow motion, you know, the like maybe missing frames and stuff like that. Th- that, that shit gets in your head yeah, and you, it makes you think this is real what mm-hmm. I'm watching. I think that's why it's effective. And then you come out of it and you see the the polished, okay, this is a Hollywood kind of movie. But when you go back to the grainy image and stuff like that, your mind it makes it think this is real right now. You right. know, when and I, I think uh the most horrific one for me was the uh the lawnmower <laughs> one. That one blew my fuck. That was the most shocking. That one blew my fucking mind. I knew something was going to happen like that, you know, but uh, that one blew my mind. I love all the titles of these films. Oh, it's yeah, like right. <laughs> Family Barbecue, you know, all that shit is great. And uh, yeah, and and I'm glad it concluded the way it did, too, uh, yeah, because that it. was the yes. smart move, because mm-hmm. if it had a happy ending then it would not be as high on the list. But it did the smart thing, and it concluded how it actually would have in real life. True. If something like this was happening, that's how it's going to end. You know? You're well, not getting out of this sense. shit. Mm-hmm. It made perfect sense as to how with the whole thing started with him that it was going to be passed on, of course. Mm-hmm. And he's watching the movies. and Yeah, such a well-written story. And, and those, those things were great. The, those little, they remind me kind of like Ringu, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. the, the look of the grainy video and how it, yeah. there was no sound to it and it was just kind of scary you know it really was they were kind of like creepy haunting type fucking videos plus what you see on the screen you know is imagine if you were uh, sitting in your apartment and you just right. pulled out this shit and just put it on you would fucking lose your fucking mind dude oh, oh my god I oh yeah that's that, and right? I just put I just put my mind into his mind when I watch that, and that's that's why this movie is so effective because it does that, mm-hmm. it it does that successfully, and that's what makes it good. And and the characters they're not dumb. I love that they are not right. dumb in this movie. When they figure out that something is going on, they, get they the move. Yeah, they're like, we gotta go. <laughs> right. Fuck this. Turns well, out that, that was to their detriment, but. Right. 
uh, I mean, that's that's what you would do in this scenario, and I'm glad that they addressed that. Right, and they wouldn't have gone to the house in the first place if, if he told them. He kept mm-hmm. it quiet, right? Yeah, exactly. Because he wanted to write his book, and he went there, and that whole situation with the cop, and fucking he was busting his balls, and, you know, blood money, and that, that, that whole scenario. But I really did get into his character. And mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke, I, I do like him as an actor, and I, I, he's really relatable in this movie. I like him. I think he yeah. doesn't always make the best choices in films, but when he does get in a good movie, I think he always, not always, but I think he's he's a great actor. He is very good, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How about that pool party situation? That was oh my fun. god! Was you it? know, I think drowning. That's my scariest. Yeah, because drowning is oh. got to be a terrible, terrible way to go. Um, and yeah, just. Just to be in a scenario where you just can't escape, and then you see other people, you know, the fate that's happening to them is soon going to happen to you. Get the fuck out of here, dude. That That's shit your pants kind of stuff. Yeah, it really like, is. <laughs> like, Good literally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's scary shit. It really now, is. Now, the, all the stuff, you know, once you get the mythology of the demon and all that stuff, and eh, it gets a little hokey. Uh, at the end and stuff like that, but a little. Uh, yeah. The rest of the rest of it makes it like there's a final jump scare, and it's like, oh come on, get the fuck! You did not need to do that. That's you know. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's at the very last frame is the fucking demon jumping, you know, towards oh. the audience, and it's like, fuck you! This movie was really <laughs> good. You Didn't just fucked that. it up at the last second, you know. Yeah, you don't so, need to do that in, in no. films like this, Mm-mm. you know. I like his no. name though. What is it, Bagul? Yeah, that really confused me because I, I never heard Bagul. I heard the Ghoul, and <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, and and it wasn't until I started reading about this movie, and I'm like, oh, it wasn't the Ghoul. It's Bagul. <laughs> the Ghoul you know? under your bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the Ghoul. Yeah, no shit. You thought they were I, saying the Ghoul? That's yeah. Funny. Yeah, that's why I thought the entire time. And so I thought that was kind of generic, but then you know, once once I realized, oh, it was wasn't called that at all, you know. <laughs> that's great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't it written down somewhere? No, it couldn't have been. All right, forget it. I think he he got it all from the crazy Skype, you know, video cast or, you know, phone message of that the the fucking uh, what was he a fucking a fellow book writer, psychiatrist. Oh, I don't know what he was. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but right. a- anyways, this movie definitely deserving to be on the list. It's, uh, it's one of the better movies to come out of recently. And I think it's, it's made by like the same studio who did insidious, you know, I think Makes so sense. they, yeah, they kind of had the same, you know, uh, not necessarily same environment or anything like that, but you can tell the same approach to filmmaking right. and, and where that, you know, it's, Okay, you know, yeah, we can make a movie that will make money and it'll be okay. But if we put, you know, a little more effort into it, we can make a really great movie that will stand, you know, that will stay around for a while. And I think that's what they did with this one. Yeah, definitely. And for mm-hmm. a Hollywood and, movie, it's, it's fucking whatever. I don't care. You know? Yeah. I, don't want, I hate these fucking guys that come on there and they're, they want to be hipsters and shit. Oh, well, uh, half the movies on this list shouldn't be there. It's, it's got to be low budget. It's got to be independent. Get the fuck out of here. A good no. movie is a good movie. A, this good, is a, good movie. St- a good story is a good story is a good yeah. story. And, you know, that's 
you know, whether it has, you know, a million dollars or $10,000, you know, it's, it's all about the story and what you do with it, you know, so. Yes, sir. <clears throat> all right, so, yeah, moving down the list, we got another foreign film, number five, and <laughs> that is Martyrs. I feel this is a polarizing movie as well. I feel this is really deserving to be on the list because this one really kind of bends the genre and just fucks with it immensely. It really fucks with your expectations and just fucking smashes them and throws them out the fucking window because this movie, it changes genres like every five minutes in the first 30 minutes, I think. And and it gets to a place at the end that you would never, ever fucking expect in a million years. And so I think it's really intelligent on that level. But the movie starts out as like a, it's like a, 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 a kidnap movie. Then you think it's like a slasher movie. Then you think it's like a ghost movie. It really, to me, it, it just kept kept layering different kind of genres on top of one movie. And then it's like a revenge story. I was like, what the fuck is right. this movie? I don't fucking get it at all. And then it's like a, you know, a big grand mythology movie. At the end, it's like, what the, I don't, what did I just watch, you know? Yeah, man, I hear you. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. It blew me away. It was very, very smart. I think in the hands of a lesser filmmaker, something like this would flop big time. But he did a great job. And it's really a fucking kind of a mind bending kind of movie. So you you agree, Dave? Oh yeah, it's it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah, it belongs in the list. This is this might even be about the right spot for it. I would I would put this at number five. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that's a good spot for it. It's very good. Um, if you haven't seen it, see it because it, you really should. And there's so much fucking going on. There's the whole escaping in the beginning and that situation. And this yeah. girl has the person that she can see it the other person can't she's trying to be a friend of the one girl the one girl's in love with the other girl this happens yeah so many different directions uh the you know the main character you think is the main character is not the main character all of a sudden it's like what the i don't understand what's happening but then it all comes together and it's like wow that just blew my fucking mind you know so it is mind-blowing there's so Mm -hmm. much shit going on and it requires a couple of movies Mm mm-hmm you know, and I love it for it. it it's, I, I'm right about due for a watch on this too because it's fucking been a couple. I want to see, and you know, it's it, this won't necessarily make the movie better. I mean, the story is the story, but I've only seen the rated version, and I would like to see the unrated version, uh, <clears throat> eventually. So I'll look and, and see which one I have. I'm not even sure which one. Yeah, I, have. I I got the rated, and not that I can tell in this kind of movie, it's not going to change you know the the ideas of the story or anything major whatsoever but you know i'm just kind of a, a effects freak you know and i right. want to see more effects and kind of gore and stuff like that so oh, and um, it is fucking bloody and gory and there's oh, a lot yeah. of, you know in the beginning when she's being chased by that fucking thing that it's all bloody and shit it's you know what it reminds me of uh hellraiser 2 Remember oh, Hellraiser yeah. <laughs> 2, how bloody that shit was in the yeah. beginning when, when you're trying to bring back Julia and all that other shit. There's a lot of blood in that movie, and this is similar to it in, in that respect. 
where you see the blood. You just see the muscles of the, mm. of the creature without the mm -hmm. skin on it, and it's all bloody. Oh, it's fucking badass. Mm -hmm. It's good shit. Then later on, you know, it just takes on so many different... There's so many. There's so much going on with it, you know. We, we this is the show. This is the show in itself. Murders. This is the kind of movie oh, yeah. we could talk a long time about. But the thing is, it, it kind of gets. I could see people lumping it in the wrong thing. I could see them saying it's like a torture porn thing, mm -hmm. but it's really not. It, it's you cannot say that about this movie. No, I mean, it's the, way more intellectual than that. Yes, it's it, it, it. That's the perfect word. It is intellectual, and it's. Mm -hmm. There is some torture porn type shit going on, but there's there's a reason for it, and that's only for, you know, uh, one part of the film. Yeah, there's so many different. Like I said, this movie takes on so many different genres. It's almost, it's just insane, actually, how many you know it tries to smash all together, but uh, it, it has a flow to it, and you just go along with it, and by the end. You know, you ha you know, you take a look back and you're like, wow, this movie started there and now I'm here. This is, it's <laughs> yeah. just, yeah, it'll just blow your mind. It's crazy. And a lot of people don't like this movie. I think because it has really? too many twists and turns. I, yeah, I've talked to some people about it. It's like too, you know, it gets, you know, too, uh, uh, too heady at, you know, by the end of it. You know what I mean? So, you mm. know, it's not, it's not a straightforward kind of, it's more of the thinking man's horror movie i would say i guess right you know? which uh, i could see maybe someone getting turned off to that but yeah mm -hmm. for, which is for it's me, fine yeah that's fine it to me that adds to it you know i want oh, to go yeah. back and watch it again and i want to you know really fucking wrap my head around it and you know if it, it's if tragic it, there's child abuse oh, going on absolutely. and all kinds of shit it's shocking you know if it didn't get to the where it got at the end and it just was more of what uh, most people would say a straightforward kind of movie, uh, it, it would be terrible because it would not be satisfying. You know, uh, you get to the end and, you know, uh, it, it's just is what it is. And, and the, the, the victim, you know, prevails and, and, and then that's it, you know, and then. Uh, it just wouldn't be as satisfying. The conclusion they come to is just it makes you it makes you think by the end of it, which not many horror films do. And uh, it has something to say. You know what I mean? Yes, it does. Yeah. So yeah, it's very good. And you don't want to give anything away, but everyone should watch it once right. again. Mm -hmm. You know, just go in knowing knowing as little as possible, and you're just better off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it, it's a trip, you know. Be prepared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that was number five. I I would definitely put it at number five. Uh, let's move on to number four. That's uh, we're back to America now, and uh, that's Adam Green's Hatchet. Once upon a time, there was a boy named Victor Crowley. Folks weren't too kind of Victor. So he stayed hidden in his daddy's house. And this is kind of the, uh, you know, a throwback, a love letter, um, you know, an homage, you know, uh, a send-off to 80s slashers, sort of, uh, with, um, with a grotesque kind of mongoloid killer who does the craziest fucking kills you've ever seen. And, uh, and for that, it's, you know, it is what it is. It, fucking succeeds you know lots of people are hot and cold on this one as well because um 
you know, it's basically what you, it just depends on what you want in a, in a slasher kind of movie. If you want something that knows what it is and just fucking cranks it to 11, then, then that's what this is. You know, it's just, it's just a, a fucking crazy guy out in the middle of nowhere and he kills people in the fucking, in the most unique kind of ways and stuff like that. Now, um, this movie also has a lot of comedy in it and stuff like that so i can see that turning people off i find this movie pretty pretty okay you know it's it's good i don't know if i would put it at number 4 though no i absolutely <laughs> not uh i i would have this way 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 farther down at the end if even on this list at all um you know this would be kicked back to 14 or 15 for me uh i do like to watch this movie it's a lot of fun um, but that's all it is. It's more of a popcorn kind of movie, whereas a lot of these movies on the list, you know, we take them a little bit more seriously, and this movie is just kind of a fun ride. It's got great kills. It probably has one of the best kills I've ever seen, <laughs> you know, with the, uh, you know I'm going to say, with the fucking, uh, with the, the lady's head being ripped, ripped in half at the jaw. That is phenomenal, dude. I, I don't know if I've seen anything better than that. That's crazy good. But, you know, you're only going to get one kind of thing out of this movie. I think that's my main complaint about it is, is that it doesn't really have too many layers. You know, it just is what it is, and there you go. It's done pretty well, but that that's all it's going to be. So <laughs> what do you think, Dave? No, I, I, I think I agree completely with you. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is fun. It's great to watch with some friends. It, yeah. it, it, it's a fun, good horror movie. That's what it is. And I don't mind it being right at about like number 15. It would probably, it, I, I have no problem with it being right about there on the list. Now way down at four. Um, maybe right. if it, four. Jesus yeah. Christ. No. Uh, you can't, no. you cannot take a movie like Let the Right One In and Martyrs and say that this is in any way, shape, or form better. You know, I'm no. sorry. Mm-hmm. Just, no, it, 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 I'm scratching my head. No. Uh, the gore, fine, fine. Good gore and fun, yes. Uh, but you know, yeah, very fun. And I, dude, you know, say what you will about his movies, but Adam Green, he is a fucking, he's an awesome guy. He makes yeah, fun. Cool. He right. does fun stuff. You know, love him or hate him, but he does what he wants to do. And you gotta respect a guy like this for that. And oh sure. And yeah. anybody of his, you know, stature in the community. You just gotta love. Whether or not, whether or not you dislike his movies, he he makes them well, and he should be respected for that. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's good. And, and Frozen and Spiral. Oh great. Those are oh oh great. Both great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are two movies to see that are just as good, if not better, than Hatchet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in the yeah. same same time frame because Hatchet came before them, I believe. So. But the thing is, this movie, if you could replace some of the comedy with genuine scares, and I mean good scares, like Friday the 13th Part 2 scares or Halloween 78, mm-hmm. then you could be saying, okay, old school American horror, because that's what they marketed this shit for. You know, and I, 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 I alluded to before, I said there's another movie, it took a year or two, they promoted the fuck out of it. And I remember seeing the trailer, and it kind of spooked me out. 
Jr. They showed pictures of him, this little deformed boy, and they said, man, this is the legend of Victor Crowley. You can probably still see the trailer on YouTube now and shit. Yeah. It went around for a little while, and I really thought that it was going to be old school American horror. I was like, okay, fucking A. But then I remember right before it came out, people were saying that there was going to be some comedy in it, and this right away, I'm kind of turned off. Um, and it wasn't over the top comedy, it was, it was comedy, you know. We know what it, we've all seen. Just, yeah, uh, I think I think instead of saying old school American horror, it should have said uh, like old school American kills or murder because that's really what this movie is about. Yeah, it's a ninety minute movie, but it's you're right, it's not scary. Uh, it, it's mainly a set piece to get to some great fucking murders, and that's yeah, which you know that's okay. pretty much it. Yeah, which is fine, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not a number four. Out of the past five years, though, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. No, not at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I'm not knocking it. It is what it is, and you know, I'm sure yeah. everyone's seen it that's listened to this show. I would imagine so. <laughs> it's pretty popular. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a movie that I've actually, <laughs> I've done this with with several other movies. I did this with the Saw series a lot. It's movies that I'll buy and I'll watch like two or three times, and then I'll sell it, and then. And then I'll go back and be like, you know, I want to watch that. And then I'll go buy it again. You know what I mean? I've done that with Hatchet. And I've done that with a lot of the Saw movies. It's like, so I can't ever diss a movie that makes me buy it more than once. You know? So. (laughs) Yeah, you got that right. All right, listen, Blodo with your big fat suit. Next time, say no, don't send no substitute. Because I asked you for a beatbox and you know what I got? Dougie Fresh, you know that kid from down the block? Perfect fit. He's the only reason why we weren't totally mad without Dougie. Our Christmas would have been really sad. Jingle, jangle, jingle for the Pope. And once he gets your welfare check, even Dougie Fresh go go. Ho ho ho. Dougie Fresh go go. To top Christmas so I had no loving in a while. I love to have sex, but I can't afford a child. My girl wants a baby. But I had to chill She said if you don't want a baby Then you take the pill What is Christmas for? Huh? What is Christmas for? What is Christmas for? Yeah What is Christmas for? Wind up toys that don't wind up Talking dogs that don't shut up This is the type of present that you buy when you're poor So that's what you have to settle for And it ain't no secret that everything's sunny If you're living in Parkins with all that money Americanomics works And I won't argue that is true Jingle bells and all those Christmas rhymes. Cause nobody gives a about your reindeer at hard time. You just jingle and jangle and hang out with 
not a hamster, a machine gun. Fuckers, we are back with the top three horrormovies.ca's list. .ca's, it's so weird sounding. Horrormovies.ca, their list of the 15 best new horror movies in the past five years. Let's do this. Top three. Um, Number three. And <laughs> I know you love it, man. Uh, I love do it. love this movie. It just was very smart. We made it. Uh, kind of revitalized uh, a genre, maybe, but that is Insidious. Are you ready? Yeah. This movie, um, I think, uh, the reason I call it smart is because it never, it, it, it didn't do anything fake, okay? You know, it, it, everything was for the purpose of of what was going on in the movie. There was never a cat jumping out at you or anything stupid like that that, you know, a uh, paranormal activity movie might do, which I'm very glad that movie is not on this fucking list. But, uh, yeah, it was very smart, uh, very masterfully crafted. Uh, I think that's the number one thing, is that uh, the, the filmmaker, James Wan, and, and his writing partner... They crafted a world and they made it so well that it, you just couldn't help but be engaged in it. And it was actually scary. I, you know, all the elements came together: the soundtrack, the the, the effects, and 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 the story. And they all came together to make a really compelling, scary story. And you know, it, it's like a haunted house story, but it isn't. You know, and that's not even really my favorite genre. A film, and so for me to like it, I think is a big deal. Um, now, it, this movie, you know, it, it, some some say it kind of takes a turn in the third act and stuff like that. And yes, it does. But I think if you're already invested in it, that you'll go with it there at the end. And you know, some people do, and some people don't. Now, is this movie deserving to be number three? Uh, it's I would probably keep it in the top five. I don't know if I keep it number three, maybe. But Dave, what do you think about Insidious? Yeah, I like Insidious also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as far as where it deserves to be, it deserves to be on the list. There's not a question about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly where I'd have to sit down and, and make my own and see. I'm not even sure about top five, but it would definitely not be excluded. No, it's a good movie. Uh, the, what you said about the third act is what is, is yeah. my problem with it. it it's unfortunate, um, and it's too bad because there, like, there are some genuinely scary things going on. You know, there are oh, two yeah. scenes in particular that, that that make me jump, and even to this day, I know they're coming. And the one part when the baby's in the thing and she hears the voice on the fucking oh god, monitor, I love that part. Every yeah. time, it just fucking. Wow, because I could just picture myself being in that situation and having a baby that age. And how how fucking scary would that be? You know what? And even leading up to it, when she's sitting there, 
and she hears the whisper and it's saying something to him. It's getting slowly getting louder. That it wouldn't even got to that point if it was my daughter. As soon as I would have heard the whispering and the talking and all, I would have been up those fucking stairs. And I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like, holy fuck, because that that was just scary to me. Because it's it, just because it's you know some unknown entity, and it's your little fucking infant baby in that room. It's like holy shit, that's scary, you know. Mm-hmm. And there are some scary things, and it's it's a good movie. It, um, good performances. I just it seems like it moves too fast, and it seems like the ending just comes abruptly in in the third act. But mm-hmm. you know, throwback to eighties horror. Some of it I like when they sit down. It reminds me of like Witchboard or something. <laughs> Witchboard. Yeah, wow. like when they're trying to conjure <laughs> yeah. the fucking thing up, and you know they, they kind of they kind of did it a little bit with Drag Me to Hell too, which I'm not a big fan of. But it just kind of had a little bit of that vibe to it, like a, like an eighties supernatural horror movie. Mm-hmm. So so I do like it. I, I think uh, it, it's a good movie. Uh, I prefer a couple other of Wan's movies to it. But yeah, but it's it's a, it's a damn good fucking. I, I guess you call it a ghost story, you know. I think that falls solely on James Wan, really, because if not for him. I don't think any of this would have worked. I mean, it would have worked, but it we it wouldn't be what it is, and that is a, a, a really well-made movie. The guy knows how to see the world through a lens and make that work for a film. And without his his direction on it, I don't think half of the shit would have worked, and we wouldn't be talking about it right now. He just knows how. He's a great filmmaker. I want to see him do an action movie. I want to see him do he Fast and Furious to. 7. Yeah, I'm not even a fan of that franchise, but I know he knows how to do, how to film shit and make it look great and make everything work. And it's... I, I want to see... It's kind of a weird thought. I don't want to go off topic, but I want to see non-genre... You know, people in the film industry, they disregard horror... For the most part, unless you're into horror, they think it's trash and it's think it's just <laughs> is what it is. It's garbage. I, but I would love to see like like big time master filmmakers, uh, you know, take on uh, a horror movie and just see what they can do with it because there's great stuff to be made. And I think James Wan is one of those guys. He is gonna go and he's gonna be catapulted into one of the you know great directors i think of a generation and he's going to go on he's going to do other things and he's going to do all kinds of great things but um uh it's stuff like this that where he just really shows his hand and and just how well he can make a movie and uh and i I think the success of this movie falls solely on him. I mean, there's lots of great elements in it. The writing in it is great and stuff like that. The music, I've talked about that. But I think without him, this this project would have fallen apart. Um, But, I mean, it's it's a great movie. Um, You know, it it spawned a a sequel that... (laughs) I know how you feel about it, Dave. Uh, You know, that is what it is. But uh, say what you will about the sequel... You know, it's still everything done behind the camera, with the camera, uh, the setups, uh, everything. Uh, James Wan is is great. 
I don't I don't know if you can argue about that about Insidious too. You know, I think the problems with that is mainly writing and uh Yeah, yeah. And, and where they went. But I think how he filmed it, all the scares, I think all those were great. Uh I think the problem in it that you have you know, maybe I'm guessing is is the writing, but I think he is a and I I and I'm really sucking his dick here, but uh, I think James Wan is great. Uh, yeah, even uh, even like Dead Silence. I mean, it's a terrible, terrible movie. In my I don't opinion. hate on Dead Silence. I don't <laughs> okay. hate on it. I really don't. See, I, would, I might even give it a three out of five for writing that. Okay. Show. See, now I want to go. Now that I've seen, you know, all of his movies, and I'm just like, wow, this guy is crazy good. I want to go back and watch Dead Silence because I I hated it. At the time, I think that was like his second movie, and I was like, ah, it's fucking garbage, you know. But now I want to go back and watch it, just having the knowledge of of this guy's entire, uh, you know, career and and oeuvre of movies. I want to kind of go back and watch it just to see where I can see his kind of, you know, his his work being done on on that film, but. Who knows? I probably right. won't, but who knows? <laughs> I am going to watch it again just because it keeps coming up and I listen yeah. to other podcasts and I hear a lot of people shit all over it. And I think it gets a bad rep just because so much of the other stuff is so good. I know yeah. it's not on the it, same it, par. It's, it's not just, on par. It's just tonally different. You know, it's, right. a, and pup, yeah, it's but, a puppet movie, so it's different, right? Yeah. See, I, I guess if that kind of shit might spook you out, you might appreciate it. Me yeah. personally, no, true. Yeah. it kind of does. So uh, okay. it, it, it does hit a little bit home with me. But I, I don't like the swerve at the end. But I don't know. I'm going to watch it again. Maybe we'll even do a show on it. Who fucking knows? But I, I'm going to watch it again. Maybe that'll give us a reason to watch it. You know? <laughs> but, but I want to check it out again. And, and yeah, Insidious is good. And all the wands were good. I mean, and Insidious too, um, sure, it's filmed well. And it's his style and everything else. And, I mean, fuck, it's a, a multi-million dollar movie. You better fucking have it look nice. You know, and I'm not saying he's he's. I'm not saying he's not a great director at all, but I'm saying it would be kind of hard to fuck up all that money. And as far as the scares in part two, there was very few, and and a couple were regurgitated. They did the fucking baby monitor thing again. Yeah, they did do. Oh, it's so fucking cheesy. I mean, once it was great in part one, don't do it again in part two. Everything they did in part two, it was so much of a callback to one. That's what really bothered me. Not even so much the direction, what you said about that he that he writes it, which is incredible. And that's what was disappointing to me about too. Is that that's the first thing I thought halfway through the movie. I'm like, I cannot believe that the writing team of fucking Juan and Wano fucking wrote this same movie. They wrote Saw. They wrote fucking this. They wrote that. They wrote fucking The Conjuring. And th- there you go. Do you you do you feel The Conjuring should be on this list? Do you think that Insidious is fucking head and shoulders above The Conjuring? Um, I think. Uh, head- I know you like The Conjuring more. I like Insidious more. Yeah. Uh, I think because I don't know. Maybe it's because Conjuring is like more of a period piece, and and this and Insidious goes even farther into like the uh, 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 fantastical. You know, kind of with the further and everything. I do kind of dig the further thing. Yeah. In this mm-hmm. movie, in the second movie, it's a complete fucking shit. But right. yeah, in this movie, I liked what they did with the further. That like was the, cool. 
The Conjuring, oh, it's definitely well made. And yeah, I, I think maybe this list was put out, I, I don't know when it came out, but. No, American Mary's on it. That just fucking dropped my true Yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking. Like, really? People are not into The Conjuring as much? Insid- not that I'm shitting on Insidious, because mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't belong here, because it does. But yeah. I, I think the conjuring probably should too. That, that's all. That's that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, that that definitely would have you knocked know? Fright Night out. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Please, yes, yeah, good call. And Insidious to me seems like it's more for a younger crowd, and yeah. the Conjuring seems like it's more more for, classic uh, kind of yeah. style of yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess kind of yeah, I guess it's just more my style now. You know, it's yeah. just like when people don't want to watch like, you know, like Carrie. Like modern day Carrie, they're gonna watch the remake and they're gonna like it, and they won't be able to watch like the original Carrie. They won't get it, like eighteen, sixteen year olds and whatnot. And you know, when I was their age, I wouldn't have watched Cycle or fucking on our general movie. Probably, I would not have wanted to be bothered with it. But now that I've grown a little older and I, and I can appreciate movies for different reasons, I fucking love that shit. So maybe one day they'll look back and they'll. Do the mm-hmm. same thing that we're doing. I don't know that I'm doing. I should say. I just, I don't know. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not knocking Insidious one little bit. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a damn good movie. Actually, we had some sequences that were scary, which is not easy to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the only negative is that what what I said about the third act was. I don't know. It's, it's a little unfortunate. It, it could have been a fucking slam dunk movie, and to me, it wasn't. But it was still very good. So yeah, belongs in yeah. the list. There's no question in that. Definitely does. Number three, yeah, it might be a little high. I might knock it back a peg or two. Um, so let's move on to number two, and that is this year's Evil Dead. This movie. Is uh, I've said polarizing a lot in this list, but this movie definitely is because you got the hard, hardcore fans of the original series, and then uh, you got people. I, I don't want to divide the two, but you know, there's people who flat out dismiss this. They say, "Nah, it's terrible." They sh- they went in a direction that they shouldn't have. Then you got the people who say, "Hey, you know, it is what it is. It's a it's a fun, great movie." I think the problem in in these remakes is when you start comparing, you know, you, you can't compare, uh, you know, it's, it is a remake. So there is going to be similarities and stuff like that. So you're saying, Hey, how can you not compare it? Well, you just have to have to separate it. Why? Because this movie is not made for you. It's <laughs> not made for the person who saw the original and has watched it 30 times. You know, this is made for a new audience. So you got to come at it with that kind of mentality. And when you do, I think this movie is a home run. It fucking, I, I love this movie. I think it's, it's fucking well paced. It fucking has great fucking effects, great moments in it. And, um, yeah, they, they don't like expand on the mythology of this, you know, or, or anything like that. And that's fine. I I wasn't asking for that. I think if you expand on something like The Evil Dead, you're asking way too much. I think they did a a great job with this movie. Uh, it's one of the goriest movies I've seen in a long time. Not not that that makes or break breaks a movie, but it, it's just another element. I I really enjoy this movie. Number two, 
Whew, I don't know if I'd put it at number two. That's a that's a tough call, and that's man, I don't know. It it would definitely be up there. It would definitely be up there. I don't know where exactly I'd put it, but what do you think, Dave? I I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's making my list or not, but I do enjoy it. And uh, you know, of the past five years. <laughs> I gotta sit down and write. Well, you know what? See, this is gonna. I can't say too much because we got our show coming. Right. And we're making a list of top three and top or top five or whatever we're gonna do when we get on that show. And I can tell you that there's three other movies from 2013 I prefer. That's all I can say. Yeah. And I do enjoy Evil Dead. Uh, I, I I like the gore. I have fun with it. It's fucking gory. Um, it's not really scary. No, um, it is not scary whatsoever. No, yeah, you're right about that. The substance is it's decent. Um, I like some things about it. Um, some of the plot and some of the other stuff. It just, you know, it was okay. But I, I can't knock the gore. But even though I'm a gore hound, I need more than gore to make me love it. Yeah, true. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so. And now I've seen it twice, and I'm going to watch it again, too. I'm going to watch it in the future. <laughs> I really am, you know. And uh, I just, I do like it. I just don't think, it's weird because a lot of people hate on it, and a lot of people suck its dick. It's, uh, there isn't too many people in the middle on it. And I seem to be one of those people that's in the middle. Mm-hmm. And that's strange, but that, that's well, just. That's probably, a, that's probably a good world to be in, I mean. You know, I mean, I know you and I have a huge, huge admiration for the original Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and yeah, if you're gonna, you just you just can't compare. It's just two different animals altogether. Yes, it basically tells, you know, the the same story with different turns here and there, but it's just different. It's done by a different director, and you know, it's it's his vision of that story. You know, so. At the end of the day, it's like, well, is is his story good, you know? And I think ultimately, yes. I think because this is kind of the, the movie, it's not intellectual in any way, you know, like Martyrs is or anything like that. But at the same time, you know, this is kind of the, the movie that we wanted to see, you know? It's like we were talking about earlier fun movies with, uh, like, Hatchet, you yeah. know? And and that movie is fun, but I think Evil Dead is a lot more fun <laughs> than Hatchet, uh, you know. And and so that that's why I think it deserves to be high on the list. Yeah, there's no laughs in it though. See, Hatchet's fun because it's lighthearted, and, mm-hmm. and and there's a little laughter in it, and even some of the kills are a little bit laughable. In Evil Dead, and I'm the I'm the last guy that you would think could be saying this because I'm not into the comedy in my horror, but yeah. Evil Dead was a very serious movie. It had some fucking serious gore in it, but cast that aside, um, I don't know. I guess it's fun for gore's sake because, yeah, I'm the first guy that'll fucking stand up and cheer when some fucking, you know, some some guy's arm gets blasted off and it looks great. So <laughs> I guess you could say fun from that aspect, but not fun in the hatchet way. Yeah, I think if this movie just had scares... I think that's what yeah. it's missing. Scary I mean, movies. yeah, yeah, some of the characters suck. You know, I, I get that. They're not fully, you know, maybe it's the acting. Maybe there's just the writing. You know, who, who knows with that. But 
the, I mean, this is a horror movie. It is horrific, but it's not scary. If it had uh, the scary elements uh, from part one with like the really over the top gore that's in like part two, which it kind of has, you know, at some point it's raining blood and shit like that. That was cool. Yeah. I, I think it would be much more, you know, held in higher regard because uh, uh, it just doesn't get get to you like maybe the original Evil Dead did with its scares. Because that movie is fucking creepy as shit. This movie, this movie doesn't creep you out. It grosses you out. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah unfortunately. True. You know, I, I need a third view. Uh, the first view was in the movies. The second view, I bought the Blu-ray and I watched it. And the last half hour, I was dozing off. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I really can't be fair. Before I do the th- before we do the thing with the skeleton crew, I'm absolutely watching it again. I'm gonna make up my mind once and for all because I'm hemming and hawing on this fucking movie. I'm gonna make up my mind once and for all whether I really like it or I just think it's average. So uh, one more view is what it's gonna take. Yeah. So. All right, so, so stay, um, tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. You know, another uh, fucking exciting episode of Banana Laser. Yeah, hold on to your bananas, fucking assholes. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to number one. And, oh boy, we've uh-huh. got a fucking doozy up here. Number one. Oh, brother. Okay, so number <laughs> one, guys, is Cabin in the Woods. Think I'm a puppet going to do a little fucking puppet dance. I'm the boss of my own brain, so give it up. Get the fuck out of here. Cabin the Wiz number one. Go fuck yourself, uh, horrormovies.ca. This makes me hate Canada right now. You are fucking morons if you think this is the best fucking movie from the past five fucking years. Get go. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. This movie is fun on some elements, but this is not like a fucking groundbreaking movie whatsoever. Uh, there's all half of these movies are fucking better than this than Cabin in the Woods, and I I kind of <laughs> like Cabin in the Woods. I don't love it. I kind of like it. It's got a good, you know. It, it tries to be, to, it's it tries to be so smart for its own good, and it it really isn't. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is the smartest horror movie you've ever seen. No, it's not. It really isn't. You know, uh, I, I, I don't know, Dave. What do you think? I, I respect it. I respect it. Sure, because it's, sure. The concept is fucking brilliant, and I have to say that. The execution is not. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> not. Uh, there's, there's some shit in here that's fucking awesome and fun as hell. But uh, as the overall package, it falls flat as fuck uh, to me. And I know people love this movie. They love it. When I saw this in the theater, people applauded at the movie theater. I was like... Nice. Like Rob Zombie's Halloween, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I remember they applauded because it was over, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, and and Dave and I have talked about this before. This movie just... Well, if you would re-edit this movie and and kind of split it in two, uh, because where this movie falls flat is not in the stuff in in the uh, you know the behind the scenes stuff uh, with the controllers and, and all that shit. It's it's all the horror elements in the cabin. None of that shit works. Zero. And and that's all that movie. All that part of the movie sucks. 
uh, because yeah. all you want to do is is like, hey, what's going on with these guys? You know, looking at the TV monitors and and controlling all this shit. What's going on with them? That's all you care about. And so I think if you took this movie and uh, edited it so that you see none of them throughout the entire movie you just see all these kids getting killed in the woods and and all that stuff you don't see the bird flying into the the invisible force field or anything like that Uh, and and then once the stoner dude finds the elevator and then you're like what the fuck an elevator they jump in the elevator and then cut and then rewind the movie start over and then see it from the point of view of everybody in the basement and then play the movie like that, and then have them both meet at the end. That would be a way better movie because playing both of these storylines at the same time, it just it makes your head spin. You want to see what's going on down there. You don't give a shit about the kids up top, and so ha- I would say half of this movie is good, essentially. Yeah, and that I, that is the fucking perfect scenario. What you said about. Stoner getting to the elevator, and then, then the the secret comes out because yeah. Can you imagine what a surprise that would be? Yeah, man. And we talked about this before, but like when when Thor is on the motorbike, he's gonna jump. He's gonna (laughs) jump the fucking ravine. You know he's gonna fucking crash into that wall because we saw it at the first ten minutes. That's right. And it's it takes everything out of it. It's like there's no surprises. This movie is built on surprises. It was like you know that's how they sold it to you. And so when you're constantly thinking, hey, where's the surprise? Hey, where's the surprise? Hey, what's that? Hey, what's that? Hey, what's that? Then it ruins everything. It ruins it. It's just yeah. I think they had a great idea. Great fucking idea brilliant idea actually but yeah totally brilliant idea. they just executed it wrong that was all all it is execution yeah 100 percent. and we did fucking get on it before and you know what we should advertise it for the purists because (laughs) 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 because 20 years from now we're gonna fucking be people are gonna be going back and you know looking at me and you and saying hey look at these fucking guys (laughs) Yeah, these but they started Banana Laser fucking LLC. This is how it started. And there's gonna be little fucking, you know, like fucking little smarts, little guys out there, fucking hipsters and shit. And they're gonna say, "Hey, when did these guys get their start?" And there's two. We got started two places. Skeleton Crew episode fifty. We discussed yeah. it with Alex. It was mm-hmm. the first show we both appeared on, but not together. However. Right. There is another fucking hidden gem somewhere else. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, to find oh, the first God. show we've ever done, it is the Dirty Bay Horror Podcast. Yeah. Episode 2, Cabin in the Woods. Hunt it out and fucking find it somewhere. It's got to be on the internet. Dirty Bay Horror. It might even be a dot-com still in existence. I don't know. Yeah. Get on that shit. Go on to fucking episode two, and you see me and yeah, blah, blah. we see fucking <laughs> Dave Z and Wazell in their first fucking collaboration ever with our gracious host Frederick. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was, Freddy. Yeah, it was his show. Uh, I did two shows with him, show one and two, and show two was with Wazell, and then that spawned fucking banana laser right then and there that yeah, was yeah I, I noticed the bulging banana in dave's pants i'm like <laughs> i gotta do something with this guy i mean he's packing heat 
<laughs> Holy shit. I gotta I gotta peel that shit back. <laughs> this motherfucker, he started fucking he made a phone call to his realtor, he got the laser lounge hooked up. Fucking we were in that dilapidated building and fucking humble beginnings and fucking now, man, we've come a long way in fucking less than twenty shows. So yeah. But yes, we've discussed this show. We probably spent a fucking hour on it yeah. on the Tootie Bay podcast, and we fucking went off. So yeah, so guys, seek it out. It's out there if you want to hear. Number one, though, can up. you believe oh, this shit? My God, that is fucking atrocious. Oh my goodness, it is Number atrocious. I, I might have it at my fifteen, just because of the fucking the brilliance of the fucking the concept of it, and how I. This is the kind of movie that if somebody comes over. And I can't show them gore, and I can't show them certain horror movies, and I want to watch right. a horror movie. I'll say, you know what? This movie's a smart little fucking horror movie. Check it out and see what you think they're getting at. This and movie wishes it, it was like Behind the Mask, and it wishes it right. was Tuck, Tucker and Dale, but it, it is not. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, you know, maybe there's like Joss Whedon, you know, Weed Knights, you know, out there. Don't get me wrong. He's... <laughs> He's he, he's a great writer, great director, and stuff. And I I'm pretty sure he just wrote this, but uh, and he had a great idea, but it just yeah, it falls flat in the execution. I mean, I am not applauding this movie yet by the end of it, you know. So who knows? No, uh, I'm not applauding it, but I, I I'm gonna watch it again, and it might be at number fifteen, and it might sneak in just because of what I said about the the concept of it. In. But no, Leslie Vernon did it much better. Yeah, you know. But this is still pretty smart with the ideas about fucking all the movies being made uh, mm-hmm. for one reason and one reason only to appease the gods and just the, the little the little fucking tributes they do to all different genres of horror and you know that last twenty minutes is really cool. I just oh yeah the the outbreak of all the outbreak. monsters and shit. Yeah, oh, that's fun great. as fuck. Yeah, that's that's the fucking money shot in this yeah, entire movie and. and yeah, nobody's going to argue that. I mean, seeing a unicorn spear somebody with yeah. this fucking... You know, I mean, that's fucking great shit, dude. Can't, I mean, that that's awesome. But that doesn't, make, man. that doesn't make the entire movie, though. Then, you know? No, so. no it doesn't. I hear you. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And I'm, I'm, I'm shocked it's number one, too. Yeah. It's... Yeah. That's no joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe we'll make our own fucking top 15 and talk about it. Well, I uh, sure. I, uh, I think somebody commented because I reached out about you know this list today, and somebody commented somewhere I can't remember what avenue it was, um, but somebody put in uh, the loved ones as should be on this list. Have you seen uh, the loved ones? Uh, I have seen it, and I probably would put it on this list. I'd put it. I definitely think that's better than Cabin in the Woods. Um, you know, I'd probably put it at the low end of this list, but, you know, I would knock out probably the Fright Night remake and then uh, put the loved ones in there, you know, close to the end, 14, 15. It's a, it's a nice little movie. And uh, have you seen it? No, I have not seen it. I've heard yeah. people talk about it. I've heard it mentioned in discussions and, uh, you know. You know, it's, it's very simple in its idea. And, uh, but it just goes to show you, it's, it's just how, how you do it. And, uh, it, it's just well-made. It's never, never boring for a second. Uh, you're always wondering what, the, what the characters are going to do next. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice little film. I think it can't, I think it's from Australia or something like that. It's, it's a it? foreign, 
foreign movie. I can't remember exactly where it's from. It's been a while since I've seen it. I'm going to get uh, on it, man. Yeah, pretty simple movie, but it's really it's really good. Um, another movie that I would put on the list, and oh, I got a fucking a bunch shit. Uh, this one, <laughs> I, this I, I I love I love found footage, and right. I uh, this movie came out maybe two or three years ago, but this movie is one of the better found footage movies. It's not a perfect movie by any means, but I think it deserves to be on the list. Kind of maybe, maybe, you know, 11, 12 or back. And that's uh, uh, Grave Encounters. Have you seen Grave Encounters? No, I still have not seen Grave Encounters. I fucking love Grave Encounters. It's one of... It, you wow. know what? It, I gotta it's, get on it. That's on Netflix. That and the sequel. I gotta get it, on that shit. It's 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 a movie where the premise is it's a it's a ghost show, one of those ghost TV shows, and they go to a place, and then it turns out to be haunted. Seems like you've seen this movie before, you know. But this movie, um, uh, it really hooks you. And I think the where the moment where I was sold on the movie is that. <clears throat> is where uh, they all decide that, hey, this shit is really happening and it's not safe here. We should leave. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You should leave. Yeah. Fucking leave. Yeah. And they, they walk to the front door and, where they came in and then they open the door and it's suddenly another hallway. And you're like, holy fuck. Huh. They, can't, they can't fucking leave. Wow. And, and the building literally changes before their I mean not before their eyes but they they turn a corner and suddenly there's a wall there and mm. it's just like wow this place has fucking got them and, yeah, that's, that's cool. and yeah it's good and it it does have a couple of CGI moments where it's like well that feels like a movie yeah. now you know but and that's why I wouldn't put it too high on the list but overall uh it's one of the more fun, scary uh, found footage movies that I've seen. I really enjoy that movie. I'm going to get on it, man. Shit, because mm-hmm. I love the found footage, too. and It's on Netflix just waiting to be watched. So Yeah, it's good. I mean, I was really surprised when I found it and very happy. And uh, I immediately bought it. And, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy that wow. movie. It's, oh, shit, it's huh? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, check it out. I was thinking of a couple of found footage that I was going to put on the list. Oh, okay. And one of them was Wreck 2. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. First yeah. one I thought of, because not as good as the first one, but just a fucking notch below. A, a very good movie. And yeah. Oh, it came I, out in 2009, so it Okay, of, I was thinking that came out earlier. Okay, no, I would. I fucking love that movie, dude. Yeah, I even shit. like it better than the first one, I think. Do you really? Yeah, just because the, uh, I mean, the the setup is already established, but we're going to the exact same spot, so it's not like it's you're cool. just kind of elaborating on it. You like how they you go to that whole Satanism angle instead of fucking, I do, yeah, I do. They, you know, by the time part three rolls around, I oh, think they go a little too far with it. Yeah. But I enjoy it's a fresh take. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a fresh take on on an old idea. So um, I really enjoy it for that. It's just. At the first half with the military or not the military like the SWAT team is so intense to me man they yeah uh, it's cool oh man it's it's just it's in it's intense it's like pulse pounding you know to me it's it's yeah it, it gets me I love it 
It is cool. It's it's damn good. I'm not sure if I have it over one, but I I, I had it just a notch below. But yeah, I, I've only I've seen the first one like five six times. I've seen the second one only once. So, but I knew I liked it. I just have to go back, you know. Mm-hmm. But that that was one of the found footage that I wanted to add, and another one. And you mentioned it before, and I know you're not into it because you mentioned it. But I'm not even saying that movie in particular, but. You can pick one. Fucking, I I enjoy the paranormal activities. Like, I I do too. To I a think, point, I think part three is the best one. So yeah. I I would put it. Oh, you agree? Really nice. No, I I don't know. Okay, I really enjoyed three. Everything came together. They got better as they went along. I thought until four, and uh, uh, four is fucking garbage. Four was okay for a half. I just didn't like the way they fucking summed it up. But um, I liked the way. I just liked the way it was set up. Because uh, you have to see one and two to understand three. There's a mm-hmm. lot of thinking going on, um, and I just like there's a lot of creepy ass scenes going on in that movie. With the, the one in particular with the ghost getting closer on the fucking bed sheet, and the kids getting getting pulled out of the fucking the bedroom down the stairs, and with the, they get locked in the in, in the, the that one room, the bathroom of the the, mm-hmm. the girls' room. I don't know. I if I was to pick one, it would be Paranormal Activity three. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I see, it. I like them. Yeah, and you know they they invoke the the feeling I, that I desire when watching one, you know. But uh, I don't know. I just, I to me, it's just like more surface level of a movie, I guess. You know, I I don't know. I don't. I you know, I I see them all. I'll I'll watch. You know, the the marked ones. You know, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll probably watch that. I'll watch. Five when that comes out, even though even though I hated four, I'll still watch five. (laughs) You know, so uh, yeah, you know, I can't diss on it too much. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Just like Saw when the next Saw comes out. Yeah, even yeah, seven seven was terrible. Seven was fucking terrible, and it's the final (laughs) chapter. And let it fucking be, would you please? But the news out is that eight's coming out. So. Is it going to be eight or is it going to be? Uh, it's going to be eight. I've heard. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. It's very fucking early in, but they say yeah. it's a sequel and it's going to. They, they want to make something because they know that uh, no matter what they do, it's going to make X amount of money. It could be a fucking turd. <laughs> it, it will still make you know, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, three, you know, thirty million dollars. Yeah. If it's a fucking total turd, it will still make thirty million. So as long as they make it for fifteen. You know they double their money. You know that it's it's that kind of logic, which, sure. which I hate. It's like about fucking in shittiest but... too. That's what I, that's what I have to say mm-hmm. about that. It was a cash in. That's yeah. my opinion. You know, but on Saw, uh, as far as Saw is concerned, I think Saw Six was put out in two thousand nine. I would put that on my list. Oh really? Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Saw seated. Yeah, I like Saw Six a lot. I like Six. Uh, that one had like a group of people going through traps again. It was cool because it had two things going on. It had one part was the group, and then one part was the other people, the other guys. So it was like a combination of like I don't know, two and five, I guess you could say. Was that sure. the one with the realtors and, and the whole housing? Uh, well. Uh, yeah, everybody was and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, those mm-hmm. were the people in six, and they were also. It was heavy on the um, the health insurance situation. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the big angle, and I fucking loved it. I loved Jigsaw's parts in it. 
and everything he had to say about health insurance, and it was a little topical. But, I mean, it, once again, his motives, to me, were justified, which is why I love that character, Jigsaw. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. You know, it made sense to me what he was doing. So, yeah, I like Saw 6, and I don't know. Is, is there any other movies you would add to, to the list? Uh, I was, you know, all the ones I thought of, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, well, this should be on there. Then I looked it up, and it's like, well, that's 2004. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. I, you know, it's like some movies I don't get to for a while, and then you know, it's the, that's why it's because I, I thought it was newer, but really gotcha. Isn't, so. But what did yeah, you think? So, what about Halloween too? You liked Halloween too, right? Would you put that on the list? Uh, I liked it. But Would I not. put it on the list? I mean, it's tough to me. Uh, I'm not the, sure myself, and I like. Yeah, the- I don't think I would because. No, I I wouldn't. I mean, ah, that's tough. I mean, it is tough. It's a good movie, man. It is. Yeah. It is. I think it's burdened by the fact that it, it is a sequel kind of thing, and I, I'm not to list like this. I don't really, you know. You've already talked about two sequels. I know. I don't, which is I don't really. Right. I don't yeah. really look at sequels as like something you would put on this kind of list. Ordinarily, you know? so, no. I hear yeah. you. I know. I just, you know. The, Saw 6 is a standout one in the series for me, one of them. And Rec 2, fuck, like you said, you like it better than the original, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. ah, that's true. Yeah. But it, yeah, you know, what did you think about the human centipede? Because I considered that being on there, too. Because I enjoy the fuck out of that. Uh, <laughs> the first one? The first one. Not the second. Not that yeah. I hate the second, because yeah. I, I enjoy it, but I I prefer the first. I, I, I enjoy them both for different reasons, but. Uh, I I think in the Human Centipede uh, uh, is a great you know concept and a, a cringeworthy idea. I mean, I have I have multiple T-shirts with the Human Centipede diagram nice. on it, you know. <laughs> and, but at the same time, do I think it's like a deserving of the best horror movies of the past five years? Eh, probably not. It's more of a, a concept. I think I I enjoy the shit out of it, and but yeah. it's you know as a movie, I think there's better stories to be told, whereas this is just like a really crazy insane concept, you know, that is is made into a movie. I I don't think I would put it on there. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it was one that I considered. Yeah. So, you know. If I ever just sit down and fucking take a couple hours out of the day to make a, a 15 of my own, I don't know. It's teetering on there because I get a lot of enjoyment out of the human centipede. I yeah. laugh a lot. It's It was a, a pretty uh, original story. Uh, oh, I, very. Yeah. You know, I love the doctor. He did, what, what a casting job. He, yeah, made the movie. Yeah. Which is funny because part three is going to have both him. Yeah, I don't get that, right? And yeah, it's it's gonna be so wrapped around itself. I think it might be shit, huh? It, well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who I'm knows? interested. I'm interested in because I I think this the the director is probably a hack, and he you know has one good idea and he's gonna yeah. fucking ram it into the fucking ground. Yeah. And yeah. then <laughs> if he, if he does anything else, I'll I'll be surprised if it's actually watchable. Uh, unfortunately, and Maybe. and I really, I really, I fucking love Human Centipede too. I love it. <laughs> you know, Do you like it more than one. Yeah, it's oh it's no just, shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, wow. because it's it, it's it's really uh um, you know, it's very graphic. <laughs> you know, on that aspect, and to me, it's a comedy. 
The part first two, half is a comedy. The part two is, is a straight comedy to me, and <laughs> it is it's n- it's nothing but a laugh riot to me. <laughs> I fucking laugh nonstop because it's so ridiculous. I do in both of them. I do laugh. And, and that that's the statement he's trying to make. He's like, "Hey, you thought part one was fucked up? Here you go. Here's part two. This is this is fucked up. You know, like so." Yeah, I mean, wait till the third one. It might be a fucking uh, a knee slapper from fucking start to finish. Yeah, who knows? A hundred pe- person centipede they're talking about and shit. Imagine that with all these. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like you know, but at the same time, it sounds ridiculous. But you know, when after you watch the first one, and then you knew the plot of this, not the plot, but you heard, oh, part two is going to have a twelve person center. You're like, no way. That's you no. Know, you can't. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, and right. then he, he does it, and he does it in a at an angle that you were not expecting. True. You know, you weren't expecting that angle whatsoever. Okay, right. So who knows? Who knows what he's going to do? <laughs> it's funny, and I, I got to tell you, I fucking, I talk about this movie at, at work. I got like. Oh, because it gets under people's skin. Big well, time. Well, there's like two or three guys I talk to, two friend, friends of mine. <laughs> Sometimes if I'm sitting there and I'm bored, we'll talk about like fucking who would be the three people that we work with to put in the centipede. <laughs> who would be the funniest? And it's funny because you <laughs> you have to come up with the the most ridiculous people you know to be the head of the centipede and just put them in their position and how they act, and you'd be surprised at the fucking results you get. <laughs> just look around about think about people you know at your job. And just knowing their personalities. And imagine if this guy was the fucking head of the centipede. You could almost hear the lines they would say and the way they would react to the situation. Especially like in the beginning when he's explaining it to them. Like what they would say when he was doing it. Oh, God. I fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up. We sit there at work and we just fucking talk about this shit sometimes and have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> Man. I'm glad yeah. I don't work with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, because you might be funny. Nah, nah, I don't think you'd be funny as the head of the centipede. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody I know, you know, that that, I, that you know that would be funny as the head of the centipede. <laughs> Offhand, I can't. Maybe, yeah. maybe Michael J would be funny as the head of a centipede. <laughs> oh God! I'm trying to think of like the lines he would say. You know, I, I can't imitate him right now. So, but if you can do an imitation of somebody <laughs> and put them in their position, right, and you go places with it, you know? <laughs> you're gonna do what? You're gonna, right? You're gonna put what on the what? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you, you, you're not gonna put me in a centipede. No. <laughs> Do you know who I am? No. <laughs> it is. I just take different people's personalities and talk about it. Right. I get fucking. You know, I'm fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> yep. Agreed. You Agreed. know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, that uh, pretty much wraps up our uh, little conversation here of uh what was it horrormovies.ca uh their list and uh wow i'm i'm glad you guys i'm glad you guys i'm glad dave you brought this list list (laughs) up guys yeah it's like fucking uh she's in here with us (laughs) (laughs) your mother sucks cocks in hell (laughs) um yeah no it was it was a good topic conversation uh we like to you know uh, j- just 
do things differently for you guys that you know like the show coming up next is going to be uh our unholy trinity of of horror comedies and then you know we got the year-end show planned we got the uh you know future retrospectives we want to do we'll we'll do you know more classic 80s movies and stuff we you know we just want to change it up and do do fun stuff for you guys and uh i, I hope that translates so um yeah, so if, if if you guys don't know where to find us, you know, we're on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Banana Laser Show. Uh, we're on YouTube, uh, Banana Laser Show. And uh, always check us out at horophilia.com. And, uh, yeah, send us an email, bananalaser at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, just let us yeah. know all your wants and desires and and how much you want to mouthfuck Dave and and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and who would be a funny fucking head of the centipede, man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's good. And what they would say. <laughs> I want more people in on this fucking little game I've created. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I harass this one guy at work. He's this big Chinese guy, and he fucking. I told him about the human centipede a year ago, and he's you know he's 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 fun. He loves me, but he gets uptight with other people. But he loves me for whatever reason, and I fuck with him, and I talk about the human centipede. And he's he's like grossed out by the idea. So, but I bring it up to him all the time. I'm like, you know, Z, we're gonna do a human centipede. We're gonna put him in the front end. Like, ah, get, <laughs> ah, get away from me with that human centipede. He like he actually thinks it's like disgusting to talk about. So, <laughs> so I naturally I gotta fucking bust his balls, you know. <laughs> Of course. Oh, Ball buster. I just can't help myself, man. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, before it gets too late, we're going to get the fuck out of here, guys. And so we will see you guys next time. Uh, until then. Uh, we're going to leave you with a thought to ponder. Why the fuck don't vampires turn into bats anymore? Good. <laughs> Sounds know. good. Yeah, see see you fuckers. so funny what are you laughing at you did it again didn't you you left bananas what's wrong with you why do you do that i told you not to do it